Welcome to the podcast of Annihilation. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons & Dragons podcast. To celebrate the wide launch this week of the latest Dungeons & Dragons storyline, Tomb of Annihilation, we worked with a cross-section of the community's favorite live-play D&D podcast to record special episodes using material from the adventure. We love highlighting the creativity of these amazing players and Dungeon Masters, and hopefully you'll find one or two new podcasts to adventure along with in the jungles of Chult. To find out more about these groups and the Tomb of Annihilation adventure, head to dnd.wizards.com slash POA, or check out our live video programming on twitch.tv slash dnd. We'll be interviewing many of these creators on Dragon Talk. Welcome to the jungle. Enjoy this adventure in Chult, brought to you by D&D is for Nerds. Sans Pants Radio. Roll the dice, Sam. Welcome to Chapter 1 of Annihilation Now, a D&D is for Nerds Chultian adventure, part of the Podcasts of Annihilation. We will begin in Medius Res with your party heading from Port Nyanzaru into the jungles of Chult. You shit. Okay. <laughs> Funny names. Okay. That sentence to anybody makes such little sense. I love that only on a D&D podcast can you just like with confidence start with, <laughs> we'll start in medias res and be like, everybody's following. So you, Shanks, mm-hmm. are an archaeologist. You came to Port Nyanzaru with your mentor, a dwarf by the name of Professor Knut Steelhammer. Good. You Good. and he are, have, a, have a theory. There's this mm-hmm. strange happenings have been going on in the world. Those brought back from the dead have been slowly dying again, every day waking up weaker than the day previously. Right. And those who die, for some reason, cannot be brought back to life. For a long time, many scholars were puzzling over this. What's going on? What is happening on the other side of the veil that is preventing us from contacting those there? I love that. It's just like, they they died, but they're not coming back. I don't understand the <laughs> concept. Because it sounds when like it this dies, is a good thing. Like, there's back. balance. <laughs> I like that it's like everyone's like, but our sizable skeleton population, what are we going to do about them? <laughs> I guess they have rights too. Yeah, yeah hey, yeah, look, yeah. just because you got no skin, I mean, Freshly you got no salt. Dead or stay dead. <laughs> perhaps, the, perhaps the average John Q. public is not really aware of what's going on. <laughs> what type of average man has a Q for their middle name? <laughs> In D&D, many people, perhaps. Hired learning scholars and those powerful clerics who can bring the dead back to life are well aware that there is some awful problem in the world. Slowly through the academic communities, people are learning about something known as the soul mongera, which is believed to be behind this. So when a person dies, the soul mongera, in theory, steals their soul on its way to the afterlife for some unknown and probably nefarious purposes. Your mentor is a powerful diviner as well as a professor. Mm -hmm. And through his study and divination spells, has traced the origins of the soul mongera back here to the jungles of Chult. An ancient man, he is perhaps the brains of the operation, but he cannot be the hands. Mm -hmm. So he is elected to stay and try to discover what he can in Port Nyanzaru while he sends you ahead with a sizable amount of mercenaries to explore the jungles of Chult and find the soul mongera, its location, and report back. You've been told that 
it's somewhere deep in the heart of Chult. But beyond that, it's hard to ascertain. You know that it would be somewhere... I've given you guys a map that hasn't been properly filled in because the jungles of Chult are largely unexplored. Now, I've circled an area roughly in the middle of that map. It's largely unmarked. You can see any... All of those hexes, Mm -hmm. and there's quite a lot of hexes, is 10 miles across. Gee willikers. There's a lot of space to... But... You've been given something to to narrow down your search as mm-hmm. well. Your mentor believes that, uh, well, knows, first off, that dwarves once inhabited the Chult forest, uh, jungles, I should say, and before they were driven out, they were able to build a lot within the jungle. So there's dwarven ruins scattered all over the place, abandoned for a long time now. And your mentor knows that there should be a dwarven ruin somewhere in that area. And he believes if it's going to be anywhere, it'll probably be there. So you know to search that area for dwarven ruins, which should be very obvious. Otherwise, you've been provisioned very heavily. So you should be able to last for at least two weeks. With uh, even a party as big as yours. We got this. Yeah. Great. So, yeah. No, there's the war no game in the park. Yeah, it's not going to backfire any of this. No, Couldn't even have an ever possibly. Shanks, if you'd like to introduce your character. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just have a mini stroke. Poppersively is just... <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, Shanks, man. <laughs> who are you? Please introduce your character before Jackson's stroke affects the podcast. <laughs> okay. Let's see if I've got this right as I'm a seasoned D&D pro. Um, <laughs> my name is Crint Brintrent. Uh, I am a warlock hobgoblin, level 7. Uh, I am aligned neutrally to the good side of things. Uh, I'm an archaeologist. My player name is Shanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, I should write down my player name. It's <laughs> um, already been written for me. <laughs> I think that stealing from the dead is just tops, and I love a good tomb. If I'm in a tomb, I'm a happy chappy. Um, I love, I get off on the thrill of death um it's the only thing that moves my otherwise stonish heart except uh, for, thank god you said heart all right <laughs> except for of course the uh friendly rivalrous relationship that i have which may become uh, more illuminated as we move on yeah uh, in my past i as a youth i was separated by my parents and i was uh, enslaved by a group of human marauders and as such i have a somewhat secret secret mm. a secret <laughs> distrust of secret. humans <laughs> and an acute uh fear of the letter r um. <laughs> Please make that. You got to use double down be- on oh, that. That's beautiful. The letter R, you just picked that randomly. Ah, oh, fuck, Shanks. Oh, golly, this is going to be good. <laughs> which is a shame because my name is Crint Brintrent, uh, which is. Uh, which Crint has Brintrent. As many R's in it as our favorite local <laughs> Melbourne radio station. Um, um, yeah, I love archaeology. I'm into it. Uh, we're in the jungle. I've brought my uh, signature pith helmet along with me. The only thing on this trip pithier than my wit. <laughs> um, and I don't know when to stop introducing a D&D character. <laughs> Perfect. Great. So, um, Zamet, would you like to right. introduce your character? Uh, yes, uh, I am a tabaxi ranger, so a cat dickhead, as I like to uh, fondly call them. My name is Halfway Through Summer, uh, female. I'm going to uh, be a female cat lady. Level 7 ranger. Uh, my alignment is more chaotic, but still kind of neutral. I don't really care for money, and I'm more comfortable around animals than people. I like nature. An injury to the wilderness is injury to me. And I'm more about survival of the fittest. So don't expect me to save you if you can't save yourself. You make a good guide, I reckon. (laughs) 
that yet. Perfect. <laughs> uh, I've never been in the jungle before. Well, why are you here now? <laughs> well, Survival of the fittest is why he's a bad guy. That's what I mean. You oh. leave that guy behind. <laughs> now, make a jump. Oh, you just didn't, did, did you, oh, well. See you later. Well, goodbye. <laughs> is there anything we should know? Well, if you don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? I like to think I give them the tools to like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I, I help you help yourself. Right. You know, I'm like, look, here is this giant bear. Go for its throat. <laughs> and if they don't go for the throat and get et, that's on them. Yeah, look, fair. I, I think I'm going with the revised ranger rules, mm-hmm. Adam. Uh, I've got uh, a s- animal companion. It is a snake. Oh, great. Uh, its name is Sprocket. Oh, that's a good snake name. And also something that, like, does a sprocket exist in D&D? I'm not sure what a sprocket is. It's like a pe- I know it's I know it's like a like mechanic a- thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's involved in bolts. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe? I'm going to say yes. I just like the name. <laughs> it is un- underestimated, and it loves to jump on people for love. Oh. So, it jumps to up that. to get some pats. Yeah. Kind of terrifying. Can a snake jump? Yeah. Okay. They like launch Jumping themselves. Things. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> My quirk is that I have a minor phobia of water because all tabaxis have a thing. And they're currently obsessed with the UNT, cutlery, and waterfalls, but only from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> Tabaxi are very similar to actual cats in real life. Right. Yes. Cutlery is a very good one. You're going to love this canoe adventure we're going on. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, that waterfall's great. Getting worse. Getting worse. <laughs> getting worse. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh, that's getting, getting better. Getting better. Getting better. <laughs> like in a canoe being like, there is not much between my asshole and the water, and I am not loving this at all. I have a loot, but I can't play it very well. <laughs> That's perfect Bling! for this campfire, you know. So halfway. You have you are a guide who has been hired, but you have not been hired by Shanks' character. We'll come Ooh. back to that later. Ooh. Twist! Twist. The guide yes. who has been hired by Shanks' character, Jackson, please introduce you yourself. M- my name Grown. <laughs> I am Kanku Rogue. I am also guide. I carry bags. Don't enjoy it, but do. Uh level seven, little crow man, so that's good. Um, I have only a dagger on me because I don't expect to fight because I'm just here to carry bags. So why would I? My floor is I complain about everything. My bond is that if Shanks doesn't get paid, I mean, if he dies, I don't get paid. If he doesn't get paid, I'm not bothered. (laughs) Um, I'm indifferent to most things. What's the point? It's fine. That's life in the jungle. Yeah, I, I, I'm an anthropologist. That's my background. Um, I was raised by just Chultians? Is that just humans? Yeah, they're the local humans. Yeah. yeah, I was just raised by humans. Like, found a crow egg. We're like, wow, what's this? Oh, it's a guy. <laughs> I have a little shrunken kanku head around my neck, which is like my good luck charm or my favorite trinket. What was it for again? That's just part of your backstory. So okay. it's a, a trinket that means something to you. I also have the a meaning trinket. is up to you. I don't mind. <laughs> I've got a UNT tooth. Oh. I like that we all got our little trinkets. Nice. I'm going to say my trinket is because one day a kanku came into the human village I was in, and they're like, ah, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, fucking kanku, man. <laughs> Lucky I'm a human. <laughs> I, I, when you look, look into the river, you're like, get him. Ah! You were going to eat an egg one day, and then one of you fell out, and you were like, fuck, i got to fossilize this. Something's fucking, uh, human mom and dad, what? <laughs> <laughs> Traveling with you is a an odd and large assortment of other characters. First off, I can't wait for them all to die. <laughs> first off is 
your friendly rival, a human by the name of Dr. Rene Belloc. <laughs> oh, yes. Where'd you get that name from? Uh, uh, M.D. Pool. No, 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 no. Dr. Rene, did you say? I just it? thought of it. It came to me. Dr. Rene Belloc, like the character <laughs> from Indiana Jones. <laughs> Whereas you come from the city, a, a nice, nice, decent city of Baldur's Gate. Uh-huh. He is a professor of antiquity at a university in a city called Callumport. A Callum- like rich city in it. No, oh, Callumport no. is the hive of scum and villainy. Oh, no. Yes. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> no, he's like, he comes from the shitty city. You yeah. come from the nice city. But that's the opposite of a hero's oh, journey. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm like the rich kids from Karate Kid <laughs> yeah, who can exactly. afford the lessons. And he's miyagi his whole way up. <laughs> uh, Dr. Rene Bella wears simple but nice clothing, often in tan colors. And he also wears a pith helmet. No, yeah, that's why we're rifles. Who pulls yes. it off better? <laughs> I will be doing a survey of the NPCs. In addition to him is a mercenary that I'm assuming you hired, Crint, because, well, a lot of the other mercenaries are human, so, and you don't trust humans. So mm-hmm. I assume you hired the female half orc, Granto. Granto. Uh, Granto is yes. a great, it's a magician name. <laughs> she has a pronounced scar running from her face onto her chest. Other than that, you just, like, consider a hired muscle. You do occasionally see her pull out a loot and just strum lightly on it. She's okay at playing it. She's, as opposed she's, to... she's not halfway good. She's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she maybe has some training in how to do the loot. <laughs> uh, a wizard that I'm going to say you've also hired, uh, Krint, uh, Hista Melap, a female gnome. She's missing both of her pinky fingers, and a couple hours into the trip, she started raving that she'd forgotten her glasses, and now she is constantly squinting. <laughs> Velma Dinkley. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Velma doesn't have her pinky fingers. <laughs> and won't tell you why. <laughs> There's also uh, some human mercenaries that were presumably hired by Belloc. Philip Tolm and Harvey Tolm. Brothers. Although one of them is a human and the other is a halfling. Who's the halfling? Harvey is the halfling. Harvey the Halfling. Uh, so Philip is kind of quiet, keeps to himself. You haven't heard him talk at all since the adventure began. Mm-hmm. Harvey, when he does talk, he seems to... S- you're not sure why, but he talks only in rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> or at least he tries to. <laughs> because, wow. golly, it'll be hard to talk only in rhyme. <laughs> at least for most of the time. Yes. <laughs> uh, Harvey is also covered in these weird tribal-looking tattoos. Harvey's very... Much the more interesting <laughs> yeah. of the brothers. <laughs> no, yes. but Philip's the quiet type. He might surprise what's us. What's Philip? Yeah, he's going to bust something yeah. out. What's, be... what's, his, what's his story? That's all on the surface with Harvey. Yeah. Uh, another man who isn't a mercenary that you guys have hired, but was just someone who came along with Belloc and introduced himself as just someone who was curious to come with. He He's a local to Port Nyanzaru. And he's always wanted to go into the jungles, and he's never seen such a big group go in. So he he asked if he could come along. And since he's carrying his own equipment and actually brought extra provisions for you guys, you felt it like not a bad idea to bring him along. Sure. He's a a wizened male half-elf by the name of Santa Sloan. He has as much a beard as a half-elf can have. But beyond that, you um, don't really know too much about him, other than he's just a, a nice guy. Right. He chats merrily with Good anyone boy. who wants to. Yeah. There's a female elf, a mercenary hired by, I'm going to say you, uh, mm-hmm. Krint. Yep. Elia Farchild. She has, the only thing you've really noticed about her, she's also kind of quiet. She'll talk, but 
She talks softly whenever she does. You notice that she has piercings in both of her hands. If you ask her about them, she says that the piercings are stretching out some of her tendons, which give her fingers extra dexterity. Gross. That's the most disgusting thing I think I've ever heard. Another mercenary hired by Belloc is Woodrow, a male cleric, human cleric. Woodrow does not have an inside voice. If he talks, (laughs) he's basically yelling. Oh, boy. Finally, to to round out your little group, is uh, a strange addition, not a mercenary, not even just someone who is interested to come along, a man who is here for duty and nothing else, a paladin by the name of Carl Tipple, a male halfling. He's a paladin in the Order of the Gauntlet, and his order are actually have actually set up a camp here in Chult, and he's trying to get to them. He's decided to come with you guys on his way there. But once he encounters the camp, he's like leaving. Yeah, okay. fair. And that's it. So, a lot of NPCs, I know. And I also can't wait till they start dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Do we work for rival guide companies then? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I assume. Now, I've given both of you guides mm-hmm. uh, a sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. On the sheet of paper, I've written down a bunch of things about Chilt and the surrounding areas. So, you will notice, if you compare notes, that some of the things contradict each other some of you have information that the other one doesn't have and some of your information you will eventually find out as we progress through the adventure is incorrect mm. is this a good time to mention i don't think i have that bit of paper no you do not because they're the guides they're the oh, ones of course, need right. don't panic you now, don't need look it's if fine. anything uh, relevant to what you have written down comes up i will not ask for a check i will expect you guys to be like uh, i know, I know yeah <laughs> I'll expect you guys to be like, ah, this is something I have a note on. Ah. You're all traveling together. It's been quite friendly yeah. so far. Even <clears throat> you and Rene Belloc haven't, like, haven't really, you know, had an argument even. We're it's friendly been, rivals. Yeah. yeah, it's a friendly rivalry. You've had mostly cordial conversation. So, what coddies are you into? <laughs> That's a cordial joke. <laughs> Raspberry. <laughs> no, wait. Ra- I Ra- think Ra- I prefer a nonberry. <laughs> so, the first decision that you guys have had to make is coming up you're coming to a part where you know the river is going to fork into two places and those two places will go to the two major rivers that run towards port nyanzaru Mm -hmm. now i hope i pronounced these correctly but it's river shoshinstar Mm -hmm. and the river taikiri taikiri yes Mm -hmm. so both of these are kind of major rivers you're on a very minor river right now that will just divulge into either way. River Shoshinstar will take you towards the, you are aware, will take you towards the Aldani Basin, which is this kind of large, swampy area. You're not sure which way you necessarily want to go right now. Okay. If you squint, you might be able to see those rivers on your tiny little map. Where does Shoshinstar do, do, do we have the maps, like our characters? We have, yeah, you would have that map that I've given you. So a lot, like I said, a large part of Chult is just unmapped. Yeah, mm-hmm. do we know where Shoshin Star will lead us? Shoshin By the looks Star? of it, Shoshin Star will lead us past Camp Righteous, which sounds ah, pretty righteous. No, However, no, after no, that no. we have don't camp... be going to Camp Righteous. No Bad place to be. No, no, don't go. But they're it's simply paladins that are there. They're just trying to clear the swamp. In fact, we have a paladin with us trying Incorrect. to get to Camp oh, Righteous. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Tipple nods. I, I'm on my way to uh, 
to meet up with my own righteous overrun. Uh, what camp vengeance? That's the whichever way camp. you go, I'll we'll, come we'll, with you, eh? But um, well, camp vengeance is just downriver. Well, we we, we can't get there without passing camp righteous. Uh, well. If you go by the other river, eh, I'll I'll come with, but uh, just to get closer. But then when I when we're passing the camps, I'll have to detour right, eh? Mm. I, I don't recommend we go camp righteous. So, just saying. Have you heard that news that camp righteous has fallen? No, eh? I've been in Chult for maybe uh, two days now. No okay. one listened to groan. Just that's fine. Nobody, everybody, do what you want. So the other river, River Teriyaki. Um, yeah, River Teriyaki. <laughs> Grown. What, what, yes. of, of what do you know of this path? Um, Bellic asks you the same question. What, what do I know of, of Camp Teriyaki? I mean, River Teriyaki. Like I said, you know it ends in the Aldani Basin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know it passes by Camp Vengeance and Camp Righteous, and you know the Aldani Basin is where uh, the the city Mbala stands. Uh, ah. I, I thought that the, the river uh, Bake was on the way to past Camp Righteous and Camp Vengeance. Yeah, that's the river. So, oh, sorry, you asked, uh, were you teriyaki. asking about teriyaki? Yeah. Oh, um, you, sorry. I it's just this map is so small. Question. Yeah. <laughs> you only know what is written down on the sheet there about <clears throat> the end of that river. Basically, if you want to go there, we're going to have to deal with a powerful witch. Mbala's oh, yes. ghost town. Yeah. Mm, don't go. Not worth time. Don't just we could go camp vengeance. Well, well, you're suggesting a lot of uh, choices, which I feel like are along the same route, anyways. Because to get to Umbala, we can go past righteous and vengeance. Mm. Well, I think we and you changed your tune on righteous very well, quickly. Uh, no, only because camp vengeance is safe. Righteous, right. not safe, but vengeance. Vengeance is safe. We should probably go to vengeance. We can restock or what? Tipple nods. I I like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can head to camp vengeance and. Tipple can restock. restock. Oh, no. All right, so you're going to head down River Szechuan Sauce? I reckon, yes, <laughs> River Szechuan. <laughs> All right, so you uh, veer right when you come to that fork, and you hit the, the river there. So is that going west? That would be going, yeah, southwestern. Yes, cool. which will take us okay. supposedly past Camp's Righteous Vengeance on the way to Umbala. <laughs> yeah. It rains heavily today. Uh, always rain. <laughs> Uh, you... I am not happy. The Deep rivers begin to, to swell, or the little stream, really, it's not even a river, it begins to swell into a proper river, and the current picks up a little bit, which is kind of a boon to you. Is oh, it yeah? like a heavy oh, storm or just light rain? You would categorize this as light rain. Okay. I want to position myself in the center of the boat. <laughs> I want to, like, put something over my head and mm. light a little cigarette to calm my nerves. <laughs> I stand up on the front of the canoe and face the waters like a boss. <laughs> you know it's a one-man canoe, right? <laughs> yeah, I still do it. <laughs> All right, you tip into the water, I suppose. Covered in leaves. Are you really going to do this? Sure. All right, you, you tip into the water. <laughs> it's not very deep, so you're not going to drown or anything. Did anybody like notice? <laughs> I think it's hard not to. Okay. <laughs> it's raining lightly, but that's not enough to cover your well, loud Well, I, I leap back into the canoe as fast as I can. Can I get just the highs or lows from you? I'll go, I'll go highs. I'm going to make a little luck check from you. Ooh, highs, you say? Yes, I do. Are you sure you wouldn't like it to be low? I'm going to stick with highs. Oh, well, that's unfortunate for you. <laughs> I just want to lead over to Groan and be like, what is your, I guess, what would you call him? Uh, All right. As soon as you surface, something's wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> as soon as you surface from the water, something is wrong. You start coughing. It feels like you have, like, a scratch in your throat. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you climb back into your canoe. Um, 
Yeah, you get back into your canoe fine, but the scratch in your throat won't go away. It's like something, like a fish swam into your throat and stuck there, flailing about, but there's nothing obstructing your throat. Okay, cool. I don't let it on. (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) I mean, no, I definitely let it on. I mean, don't if you don't want to. This this is very funny for me. So I'm like, hey, guys, Balok kind of rocked my boat. He was real close to me. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, Got a bit of a throat tickle. Uh, Anybody got any info on this? Guys? Probably have throat leeches. Did an oh. insect go in throat? Yeah, it feels Open felt up. a little like that. Uh, can I canoe close to him yeah. and have a look inside? <laughs> All right, you can noodle up to him. <laughs> you check his throat. Doing that bird head tilt, like <laughs> yeah. you mean, yeah, like like a human would do. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a human. <laughs> By <Forget> what sometimes? <laughs> By what dim light you can see, or dim light that is getting through the clouds, you can see down into his mouth. There's, like, tiny, maybe, like, the size of a thick hair, translucent worms, thousands of them in his mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> Do I know what this is? No. Is it on your sheet of paper? No. Yeah. I'm going to paddle. Oh, Canoe fuck. over. <laughs> <laughs> Good guy. <laughs> You're in real trouble. Well, well, my death wish ideals means I'm very <laughs> excited about this. Canoodle over. Have a look in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, these are called throat leeches. You've got tiny parasites now living in your mouth. Mm. Um, you're going to have a shit one. <laughs> Basically, you're going to be pretty exhausted. But, you know, I know to prevent this, I'm going to be drinking purified water. Purified water. Yeah, you got to dr- yeah, that makes you would have. You would all have, like, several liters of water each. So, uh, that's, that's how you prevent getting them. Now that you have them, though... Woodrow! Woodrow paddles up as well. So now I guess it's four canoes abreast. <laughs> Someone has to get... There's not enough room for four oh, canoes. I'll leave. Oh, right. <laughs> the problem's being solved. I'll paddle back and... Like, basically, you're going to yeah, get right. through this. Whatever. Or you won't. Well, guys, we're off to a good start, <laughs> I say, but it comes out like... <laughs> The, the inflammation longer this and continues, of breath. the more sore your throat feels. It feels raw red right now. Anybody got any magic to help a boy's throat? Woodrow gives you a look over. He looks in your mouth and he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! All right, all right, all right. He takes out like a, a little Bible. <laughs> <laughs> what you need right now is cheese. You, you, we need to get these bad spirits out of you, he says. <laughs> this is the normal part of an RPG game where I turn the difficulty down. <laughs> um, so I've got bad news oh, for no. you, Woodrow says. I um, well, we'll see how things are tomorrow. <laughs> Would, we'll check in with this tomorrow, Woodrow. Says. That is that is not assuring <laughs> at all. Would I have like a either a nature or a medicine check to be like ha- pack some of these herbs and leaves down your throat? Yeah, like have natural some remedies. Well, you and Woodrow can probably both do that. Uh, between the two of you, you're re- you've got like some herbal remedies that you've brought with you. None of them are going to immediately cure a crint, crint. of whatever is afflicting him, but it 
it'll give him it'll give him advantage on his next saving throw against. I'll it. try and like you know lie that they're like really good to kind of up that placebo effect. These all do. These are great. These are really great. They're going to really help out your throat. Um, so you'll they're, they're a cure, like a perfect cure. Sure. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> pack them down there. It's not 100, percent but like it's up there. All right, good guys. I'm fine. I start like munching oh, or sipping. They're um the herbal, <laughs> the herbal remedies they give you. Do a re- alleviate you of the inflammation feeling that you're getting, but you do still feel a slight shortness of breath. It doesn't affect you too much in the canoe, but it is noticeable. <clears throat> it's just like me after 40 seconds of exercise. <laughs> so, who is going to be Pathfinder? Who's going to navigate? Uh, me and yeah, I, I navigate fine. Yeah. I think the two of us will be up the front being like, this way. <laughs> I like to imagine we just. Uh, only one may navigate, so pick. Well, I could navigate. The best navigator in jungle, they say. I, I kind of look. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. All right. So, you make good progress. After a day's travel, you're 10 miles... No, it'd be two, 20 miles down the river. You're making you're making really good progress towards Camp Vengeance or mm-hmm. Camp Righteous. Are you going to stop at Camp Righteous? No, no, it's we carry on to Vengeance. It is on the river if you guys want. So we're kind passing of, by it. We're, yeah, we're uh, passing it's by overrun. It. Sorry bro. to be looking at Belloc's guy. Why but, uh, you do that? But, well, but because you didn't give me the, that perfect cure for my throat. Ah, uh, you were fine. I'm like <laughs> I don't know much about like um I'm pretty sure Camp Camp Righteous is safe, but if it's been overrun. I mean, it's been overrun. Why do you say it's been overrun? Because Grown, your guide, said it was. Oh. Hello. Right. <laughs> Don't really listen to him. Why? A good guy. The sun sets on the first day as you have this conversation. <laughs> I have I have a distrust of human, and even though he's clearly Kenku. Well, second day, actually. Um, well, if Carl Tipple wants to head to Camp Righteous, I mean, if you want. Well, I mean, we need not go through the night, Tipple says. We should stop and camp. He, he right. Let's rest. Oh, but I can cast spells, and then they recharge when they rest. So I'm going to cast friends <laughs> on somebody, because uh, then I'll have a friend. What's the range on that spell? Uh, it's self. So you cast it on yourself, and then the next check you make is at advantage. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm just I'm just feeling charismatic. <laughs> All right, who would you like to talk to? Um, I'm going to talk to Groan, because I feel bad that I ignored him. <laughs> hey, man, I'm sorry we're, we're kind of... I know we're not at Camp Righteous yet, but I have a feeling we might be stopping there. Ah, that's fine. I mean, it overrun, but I don't know by what. Might be good. We can always just leave old mate Carl Tipple there. and uh, Everyone begins yeah. setting up that's their tents for the night and stuff. He, you know, Carl Tipple, he stay there. He, he That's all that he wants. Hey, you know, I've got a two-person tent if you want. I'm, you have wanted. It's... Uh, it might be a proposition. <laughs> no, just, just hang out. We can make like shadow puppets. Ah, you can make sleep your, over. Yeah, yes. if you want. Ah, oh, that'd be fun. Because then I can rest. Yeah. Um, Halfway. Save the hut. Yes. You, as you are setting up your own tent and perhaps Belloc's tent as well as his guide, you notice that Santa Sloan has one hand against a tree nearby and is doubled over. No one else has spotted him. I, I, I kind of. Keep making the tent, and like, whilst looking at Santos, does he sort of? He collapses. I rush. I go over. <laughs> everyone, when he collapses and halfway runs towards him, everyone has now seen that Santos Sloan was leaning against the tree and has now fallen face forward into the muck. Mm. I turn him over so he's not breathing mud. <laughs> you flip him onto his back. Santos Sloan's lips are blue. What does that mean? I slowly move away. <laughs> Um, he's got the fever. Bad uh, monkey fever. 
The fever for mad monkeys. <laughs> Uh, is, there, is there ma- uh, can anyone cast magic uh, as in like detect magic oh I detect magic on, on Santos you um, detect no magical auras around him right. there is potentially a <coughs> blue oh, is, like a, is there any is blue odorless mist can I scan around to see if there's anything blue you scan the area you can see somewhere a little bit north of where you've made camp maybe 30 feet away there seems to be some blue mist clinging around the base of trees. So everyone, be wary of the blue mist over there. It mm-hmm. causes madness. This poor Santos, he might go mad. Although it Woodrow can be Woodrow kneels down next to him and checks him. Woodrow turns around and says, I don't know what's wrong with well, him. Best bury him, then. <laughs> um, I, I think he's still alive. Rowan, <laughs> he's still, I, is he still alive? He's dead. Yes. Best bury him. Wow. You also can tell that he doesn't seem to be infected with anything. He has uh, blue lips, but uh, you're like, oh no, that's just oxygen deprivation. Maybe I'm going mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks like he maybe had a stroke. You just old? <laughs> he was ancient. <laughs> oh. I, I think maybe, sorry, he was just not prepared for this trek. <laughs> You look back wow. to the north and the blue mist has disappeared. Perhaps it was a trick of the light. <laughs> oh. Well, well, never mind. Easy um, come, easy go. Back to the camp, I guess. Philip Tom says the first words you've ever heard him speak. Well, fuck. <laughs> um, does anyone know Santos? No. Yeah. Anybody, uh, so- somebody's dad just, just croaked it. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe. He could have been a... He might not have yeah. had kids, you don't know. No, but probably. Well, what do you do with the body? Uh, right. does, he, does he need anything from him? Uh, like, do, do I want to loot the corpse <laughs> of this friendly Santa-looking man? <laughs> I know you like to pilfer from the dead is all. <laughs> well, I do. I just don't know when it, it's appropriate to do. Like, should I wait till after everybody's going to sleep? I, am not I don't know judged. who I'm talking this to. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be with you. We, we, we spend time in the tent. <laughs> I, to, I, 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 I maintain... I call it Belloc. I say, Belloc, we are... Yes? But humble men who search the past for trinkets and treasures. And if we, we leave this man's possessions here, they will become just trinkets and treasures that we will not have yet discovered. I say it would be against our code to leave this man with what is on him. However, we should all share in the bounties of this man's possessions. His dying goal was to finish the quest with us. I feel if we take his items, it will be as though he has accompanied us on the journey. Also, <gasps> dibs on any gold. <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep at night. Uh, uh, a comfortable bed. <laughs> uh, okay. I do not think you will find that on his body. Perhaps it is already set up with his tent. We oui? maybe. Um, well, this might be comfier than mine. All right. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's 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 loot this uh, this old coot. <laughs> he was unarmed. Didn't carry any weapons. You can take the clothes off his back if you wish. Other than that, I'd say he had five gold and three silver in a coin purse. You're right. Um, I, I evenly distribute that to the, to his, I, I say I say fuck it, fair game. Who wants some cash? And then I put two <laughs> silver dollars on his eyes um, because that is a ritual of my people that I am inventing. Fair game. Who wants some cash? <laughs> it's just like, after having such a speech about like this is what we're doing for. Ah, fuck I it, quickly ponder wants- having a throat transplant, but I don't think we'd be able to do it. Granto, the half orc, wanders over to you and she asks, "You want me do something with body? You could push it into the river. I think we should give him a burial. Bury him. 
I mean, not me, but someone very. Well, actually, I talked to a paladin boy. Who's paladin boy? Carl, Carl Tipple. Tipple. I'm like, hey, you're like a righteous dude. Do you take any offense to, like, well, what do you want to do with the body? I'll leave it up to you. We should bury, eh? Uh, sure. All right. Grown? Uh, no. <laughs> if no one else does it, Tipple and Woodrow will dig a, dig a grave. All right. Does anyone help them? Um, you could even, uh, like, Granto, Histamelop, the <laughs> gnomish wizard, they, these people work for you. You could just ask them to do it as well. Yeah, well, that's what I do. I, I, I command my underlings to do so. I underlings. Watch, I watch them Dig. and complain about the fact that it's happening. <laughs> Head over to Groan. Probably shouldn't have brought him along. He's uh, very typical, very you know. Old. Everyone think they can hack it in jungle. No one can really, you know. Does that mean we have a spare canoe? Boss yes. man got okay. worms in his throat. Gotta Boss make sure we... We, we should take the uh, the canoe with us, just like, you know, out back in case one of the canoes breaks. Strap so it to our canoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carl Tipple, as you grumble and moan, begins to mumble himself. You can't hear what he's saying, but he gives you dark looks. Grown. See this man look at me? what I do? why he look at me like that? Rude. Hey, rude! <laughs> <laughs> They're meant to be powers, you call that out? Right? Yeah, you want to say something, say it to Grog. <laughs> Patting down the dirt, Carl sticks his shovel into the dirt, wanders over to you, and as he wanders, he draws his scimitar. Oh, hey, okay, okay. <laughs> what, what this? He points the scimitar, levels it at you, pointing it at your chest, and says, You, uh, got a problem here? Uh, no, just, you know. No, whatever. Forget it. Forget I said anything. Okay. All right, then. Don't, what's this? No need for he this. He sheaths the scimitar and walks back. I look at bloody Crint. You see that? Tensions are pretty high, huh? I, I said something indistinguishable because I'm kind of afraid of, of <laughs> that guy. Woodrow stands over the, over the grave that they've dug and begins saying some words for him in his home tongue. Woodrow presumably is not from around here. <laughs> Maybe we should... Hurry up and get rid of Tipple. You mean like, get rid of? Uh, no, no, no. Walk to righteous. Keep oh, righteous. yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll okay. yeah and, like he's yeah. a problem. Going through and un, you know explore jungle is hard as you don't need the infighting. Yeah, he nearly killed me. You see that? Yeah, he did. He's he's a, he's what I'd call a silly Billy. A loose cannon. Is yes. what I'd call him. A silly Are loose cannon. Are you going cannon. to take watch at night? No. Yes. Um, <laughs> no one listens well, I, to me. I, 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 I get one of my underlings to do it because I'm sick with the throat heebie-jeebies. Right, so I cool. need to rest. I'll take watch. All right. So climb a tree, have a sit. Crint, you get a good night's sleep. <laughs> Woohoo! So do you groan? Oh yeah. <laughs> halfway. Highs or lows? Halfway. Uh, let's go with lows. Let's make you another luck check. Lows. Yep. Golly. I'm thirsty. I take a sip from the river. <laughs> <laughs> take a sip from the river and wash it down with a mystery berry. Perfect. Need to clear my lungs. I find some mist and just breathe it in. Inhale that shit. Then lick a frog and you're perfect. <laughs> it's like half to dinner mint. Halfway. When you're when it's your turn to watch, you sit by the fire that's in the center of the camp. And you just you're just listening to the slow popping, like you know, like a fire has a noise. To mm-hmm. get. You're just listening to that, and perhaps in the distance you can hear some sort of tropical bird cawing out. You, 
maybe you're thinking to yourself, like, oh, what bird is that? Trying to place the cuckoo mm-hmm. when you hear a third sound, a sound that chills you to your core. You can hear somewhere. Adam having an erotic dream. <laughs> <laughs> Tipple is having an erotic dream. No. <laughs> no, it's a telltale sign of zombos. The dead shifting. Uh, can I, like, dart my eyes over to where we buried Dickhead? Santos look around come al- he's come alive and is taking his sweet revenge because I didn't do anything. <laughs> oh. The grave like, is rude. at the very edge of your camp. Or oh, it's beyond the edge. The firelight barely touches it, but you have dark vision, don't you? Mm, yes. You blink once and your vision switches from light-based and in colors to black and white, but you can see in pitch darkness. And th- with this dark vision... You can see the dirt shifting on top of the grave. Knew we should have pushed him into the river. <laughs> Good. You uh, is anyone around? Uh, well, everyone's around, but no one but you is awake. Is anyone like... Actually, you know what? Hi, let's make another I... luck check. Yeah. Highs or lows? Uh, lows did me well, so lows. Lows? All right. I'd say, you know what? Hista. Hista Melop, the female uh, gnome, the wizard, she's awake, but she's still just staring at the fire. Obviously hasn't noticed anything. I kind of nudge her. Hista. Hista. She shifts around. Huh? Uh, I'm going to draw my bow and be like, I think Santos is coming alive again. She follows your gaze towards where it is. You can see her squinting. Where? <laughs> my glasses. <laughs> oh, no. Hista, can you do me a favor and wake up Granto? Yeah, all right. Give me a Actually, tip. Wait, no, the cleric. Tip. Woodrow. Uh, Paladin is a bit of a dickhead. Although, wait. He's, uh, survival of the fittest. <laughs> uh, he's all right. No, come around. <laughs> he just can bitch and moan. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. The jungle breeds bitching. So I'm going to go... Oh, actually, you know what? No, I won't go to initiative just yet. Because first off, Hista yells out, Camp, awaken, awaken! I guess that's how you do it. Everyone wakes up. Mm. Now we'll go to initiative. What's going on? Were we in the same tent or not? Yeah, I assumed we were. Yes. <laughs> we were having such a good time. I like to imagine I wake up and like a you know what a bird just becomes a flurry of feathers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grown and halfway. Can I get you guys to do paper scissors rock for a winner? Paper scissors rock. Paper scissors rock. Paper, scissors, rock. Uh, I won. <laughs> all right. The mercenaries, Belloc and Tipple, all burst out of their respective tents. Some of them weapons drawn, but some of them, like Belloc, are just in a state of absolute shock. What is going on? He yells. The uh, dead are rising. Or at least the dead. One dead. Santos. Punctuating your statement, two arms <laughs> burst from underneath the ground. And the upper torso of Santa's Cl- Sloan begins to drag itself out of the dirt. What do I know about the undead? Um, I know Zamet knows to do, like, bludgeoning and slashing and piercing or something. Maybe Zamet <laughs> don't know. Zamet knows one is good and one is a bad. As Sloan drags his corpse out of his grave... You can see some telltale growth around his face. It looks like yellow musk. Yellow musk is a dangerous and terrible plant that's all too common around here. When its roots find a person, 
it begins to infect that person. This isn't truly an undead creature. It's more like more like a plant that is inhabiting a body. It has some similarities with undead in that it's not intelligent, so it can't be charmed or mental spells don't work on it. Mm-hmm. But it's not exactly the same. Okay. Uh, you know that this creature is dangerous, but not deadly. A group your size is not going to be brought down by a yellow musk zombie. Ah, sweet. All right, it's your turn halfway, incidentally. All right, I'm going to cast Ensnaring Strike as a bonus action at a second level, mm-hmm. uh, and then shoot that dickhead. Pow! You knock an arrow in your bow, draw it back as far as it'll go, aim directly at the creature's face. It's close enough that you don't need to arch your shot at all. Let loose, the arrow flies straight and true, striking Santos in his head. (laughs) As soon as the arrow impacts, an explosion of vines ripples out in all directions. The vines wrap around his corpse and begin to root themselves in the ground. You deal eight points of damage. And can I send in uh, Sprocket to attack as well? Sprocket can move, but he won't be able to get there this turn. Groan. Uh, I'd like to hide. All right. Crint. Uh, I you would... actually... Oh, do you have dark vision? Um, yes, you do. Yeah. I do. So I you can blink, see I'm good? Yeah. You blink and everything becomes black and white. All right. Well, I'm just going to use a, just a classic Eldritch Blast, I reckon. Right. You level up just your hand in the direction of Santos mm-hmm. and call forth magical energy. It springs to your hand and then you fling it as hard as you can towards him. Ooh. The leeches in your throat kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Your attack blasts Santos directly across his chest. It destroys his upper torso. You deal 20 points of damage to him. Powerful boy. The... Just the, like, structural integrity of his body begins to crumble. He's still coming because the yellow musk does not care. Mm-hmm. But it's now, like, his body is hang His ha- upper half of his body is kind of, like, hanging a little loose. It Tasty. is everyone else's turn. So people begin drawing weapons. Elia Farchild, she knocks an arrow as well and fires. She hits, dealing 10 points of damage. Her shot blows it you know how everyone's head has that one part where if you hit it your head explodes yeah 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 yeah. she hits the head like that in right in that spot yep santos's head blasts apart and blood sprays in all directions you're all far enough away that it doesn't hit any of you but perhaps we'll say um the tome brothers their tent was close enough that it gets a spray the corpse collapses forwards I tried to groan, and I'm like, do you reckon that upstaged my Eldritch Blast? I mean, like, that was... No, no, yeah, Eldritch yeah. Blast was best. Because it was, like, brighter. It you was know, magic. Yeah, cool. That okay. was just arrow. Anyone can have arrow. A lot of kitty cat can have arrow. Yeah, that cat has arrow somehow. Uh, combat has ended. You may move freely. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, I noticed that you just uh, hear the groan. Oh, I should I was mention... fighting time. <laughs> I should mention uh, halfway that a yellow musk zombie means that yellow musk creeper, the plant itself will be nearby. It's not dangerous unless you go and touch it. It won't seek you out. But if you accidentally walk into it, whoever walks into it, it could be a lot of trouble for them. So what does it look like? 
when it's not moving, it's largely indistinguishable from regular vines. Oh, so it's a moving plant. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. If you walk into it, it will try to grab you and trap you. Then it it kills its prey and turns its prey into yellow musk zombies. Uh, I'm going to pass this on to Balok. So there's this vine that's potentially out there. I mean, it got Santos, so chances are that it's probably going to want to get us. I'll light a torch. It's probably in our best interest to either be aware of this or kill it. Right. Okay. Do we know? Did we, we didn't hear any of that, though, did no, we? I don't know. Depends how right. like close you are to Balok. I think I'm good at knowing the different races of jungle. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is my area of expertise. <laughs> Maybe his, too. <laughs> if you wanted to, you could go around looking for it. With careful inspection, you do know that uh, the yellow musk creeper Somewhere on its body, it'll have like a big yellow flower. Yellow musk is not really intelligent, but has enough wherewithal to know that that flower is very distinctive, and so it tries to hide that flower. But if you went looking for it, you could find the flower. Or you could accidentally walk into yellow musk creeper. Hey, either a possibility. <laughs> That's, hey. That's a gamble. Right. Who wants? I'll tell people to sitch, sitch and be like, if anyone wants to come, if anyone wants to come with me to... Take this down, please do. If not, um, have a good sleep. Elia Farchild shakes her head. I'm probably, after you, the most knowledgeable about nature, she says, but I don't really know how to find yellow musk creeper. Anyone to come with me? No, I'm, I'm just no. going to go back. Not <laughs> even a bit. <laughs> the Tom brothers begin to like get like a bucket of the river water to wash their tent off. Be careful with that. No, 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 no. Don't drink. Put worm in mouth. We got purified wash it, just purified water. Ah, but we need that water for drinking. They don't. don't. Uh, don't. Harvey says, "Uh, don't worry, I know how to think. I won't take a drink. Oh, no. May I suggest maybe boiling the water? I I, I groan and my guide thinks I'm saying his name. (laughs) Yes? (laughs) How can I help you? Every time he rhymes. You're like, uh, is everybody saying my name? (laughs) All right, we'll go back to sleep. Okay, good All night. Right. I just patrol the area. Highs or lows? Highs. I do that bird thing where I tuck my head under my wing and roost. <laughs> Have a sneaky roost. It'd be nice and warm. I'd be into that. Yeah, fuck, man. I imagine I'm so cozy. Yeah. Although I also imagine this jungle is humid as hell. So, like, Ugh. that's true. Maybe I'll lie on my back. I know. <laughs> right? Ah, oh, humidity is the worst. Worst part of the jungle. All right. In your patrol halfway... Mm-hmm. You think you spot, just in the darkness, a big yellow flower. You approach it slowly, blink quickly to turn on your dark vision. The world goes black and white, but in the black and white, you can't tell if the flower is yellow or not. So you have to quickly, as you're getting close enough that you reckon you can tell, you blink again to go back to regular vision. When you do that, you're like, yes, it is yellow. I found it. And then at the exact same moment, it occurs to you, I am way too close. Well, I'm an idiot. A vine wraps around your neck. <laughs> that's a shame. Good. <laughs> Ooh, that's a bad luck. Yeah, well, Should have hey. stayed asleep. Should have stayed asleep. That Best move in the game. <laughs> a vine wraps, tries to wrap around your head, but you duck down. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> no, thank you. Not today. Uh, we'll go with the same initiative as last time. Cool. I'll say halfway. You go. You go first. Cool. Uh, bonus action: cast Hunter's Mark, mm. and then um, shoot it with a bow. 
and also tell my dicker to attack. Sprocket, go. Snake eating a vine. <laughs> I thought I'd see the day. You aim maybe directly at the flower itself, and, and uh, I was about to say pull the trigger. You let loose an arrow. You don't pull any triggers. The arrow blasts through the flower, tearing it apart. Uh, you do an extra d6 damage on this. You deal the creature 11 points of damage in total. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell Sprocket And to Sprocket attack. attacks. Your snake Sprocket launches itself at the plant and sinks its fangs into it, dealing six points of damage. Uh, do you make any noise? No. All right. Uh, the snake launches itself at the vines, starts to wrap itself around the vines, and it's just... Just biting it over and over and over and over again. Uh, it doesn't deal any damage, but if a yellow musk creeper could be startled, it would be startled. <laughs> it's the yellow musk's turn, and odds are evens. Uh, odds. It's going to target you. Okay. Well, that's good. Hey, look, a snake is a vine. You can't target a vine as a vine. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> My snakes never kill snakes. That's true. What kind that's of a, a snake? Of a snake. Yeah. Uh, imagine kind of like... Like a, like a viper kind of thing. Wow, that's cool. Gosh darn it. It just can't seem to wrap its tentacles around. Nope, not tentacles, no, vines you. around you. Uh, it tries again, but you just shrug them off. You're still going. It's your turn. Halfway. Um, right. We're going to cast in snaring strike. Wait, is that just more vines on vines? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, pretty, pretty much have a whole conversation The yellow musk creeper isn't vines. really doing much movement. <laughs> yeah, fair. I'll just, like, take a few steps back. You can take a five-foot step back, mm-hmm. but any more than that, and you'd get an attack of opportunity. No, I'll take a five-foot step back, and then, and then attack, and tell Dickhead to attack. Sprocket, go! Ooh. Sprocket, dodge, dodge! In the darkness, it's hard to distinguish between the vines and your snake! Oh, no, no. Are, oh, um, no! Does Amit lose another familiar? No, no. You just use a regular attack? Yeah. Right. So, you, the... <laughs> your snake takes 13 points of damage. Oof. Then I'm going to say everyone in camp can make a check to see whether or not they hear the fighting. I'm, I mutter, shit. <laughs> Crint, you uh, are awakened by the sound of, you hear uh, halfway yelling shit. Uh, somebody said shit. Groan, wake up. There's, <laughs> there's, there's things afoot. You crawl out. Oh, do you want to crawl out of your tent? Um, yeah, I crawl out of my tent and blink just to try and see what's happening in the darkness. Right. You scan around, and with your dark vision, you're able to make out the, the figure that is halfway, and then it looks like many whips and a snake. I'd like to poke my head out, at the very least. Do you have dark vision? No, I don't think so. I don't believe you do. No. no. What? You can't see anything. Everything's fine. But back to bat. I shout, no, halfway is being attacked by some sort of, like, uh, plant squid. Aha! It hits you! Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Sprocket attack. Uh, your snake, Sprocket, tears off part of the flower. It's just ripping into the flower Ugh. bulb itself now, like... <laughs> ah, gross. Sprocket deals ten points of damage to it, getting a critical hit. What a little Ooh. hero. Then it's its turn. It moves. It takes its own five-foot step and then whips out at you halfway. Bastard. It wraps around your leg and you feel its many thorns begin to sting into you. You look down 
But you see no actual thorn. You're not sure what this stinging sensation is. Good. Good to oh, know. Yikes. I bet poison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be my theory. That's a going theory. It's going to be like an poison. HP increaser. Yeah. Oh! You take 15 points of damage halfway. Oof. Oof. So you crawl out of your tent, stand up. You're maybe 100 feet away from what's happening. You're within range for an Eldritch Blast, mm-hmm. perhaps, but not to, to get there and physically help this turn. Yeah, right. So you could run towards him, and next turn you'll be in range. Or you can just fire from a distance. Yeah, I, I think I'll. I think I'll run towards. All right, cool. So you sprint through the clearing and into some. Oh, by the way, as I'm sprinting, I'm being wake up! Ah! I'm shouting. <laughs> as <laughs> as he comes out of his tent, Doctor Rene Belloc calls out, "What? What is it again this time? <laughs> your, your cat thing's getting fucked. Help! <laughs> what? My cat? Yeah, I left him at home." <laughs> Not Mr. Jingles. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Crint, you begin sprinting across. Groan. Uh, I'll sprint across at half, like half the distance. So, so you're not sprinting. Walk. You're I'll not going to follow Crint, Brint, Rint whilst he sprints. I'll. <laughs> no, I'll just walk. The camp begins to rouse as well, but it won't be until next turn that they're actually in the fight. Mm-hmm. Halfway, it's your turn. I'm going to tell Sprocket to maybe try and like take five steps back so I don't hit her, and then. Attack with a bow and get Sprocket to you attack. You take another five-foot step back. Mm-hmm. You start backing up. You fire. You hit it. Dealing uh, 11 points of damage. Get Sprocket to attack on the coordinated attacks. Sprocket hits. Sprocket deals. Nine points of damage. Cool. Sprocket's been giving it the good. And get it to attack again. Just keep getting it. Like the zombie that it created, the yellow musk itself begins to start losing its structural integrity. At first, it was able to hold itself up just by the strength of its own vines, but now some of those vines are beginning to wilt and just fall to the floor. The bulb, the major vine, and the bulb itself are still supported, but how much is left of the actual flower is really up for debate. (laughs) Uh, Then it's Sprocket's turn itself. Sprocket makes another attack. Sprocket can't accidentally hit you, so nothing happens. <laughs> the yellow musk begins to focus on your snake. It wraps around your snake's head and starts choking it. Ooh. That's like something that would be kind of neat to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I don't know. It's just nature fighting yeah. nature. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Sprocket takes 18 points of damage. Ooh. And now the all your buddies are getting into it. Uh, the Torn brothers start sprinting across. Granto is with them. All the, you know, upline, frontline mercenaries, including Woodrow and Tipple, are all sprinting towards you. The only person who actually takes a shot, though, is Elia Farchild. She fires, and her arrow strikes one of the vines. She deals 10 points of damage. Hey, she's great. <laughs> I remark to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I take a note of for later. She's good people. Yeah. Halfway it's your, your thunder. Um, right, I'm going to take five steps back. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot with a bow and arrow again. Get yeah. Do the old eye attack, sprocket attacks, and sprocket attacks. I get sprocket good in the <laughs> arms. <Yep. laughs> Kill your own snake. The dream. The yellow musk and your snake begin just rolling around in a ball together. When you fire, you, you're you just firing into the ball. Your snake takes seven points of damage. Like, I'm so sorry. So unbelievably sorry. But if you could just... Right, that'd be good. Sprocket 
does land a hit and deals nine points of damage. Good You're work. chipping away. Oh. You're chipping away. The yellow moss collapses. Hey. Killed <laughs> by a uh, snake. Sprocket doesn't stop. Sprocket, come, come back. Uh, I now realize that I was sprinting towards something that had no purpose, so I sort of like... Slowly Just pretend it's like a morning exercise routine. <laughs> like in black books, when um, what's-his-face is going after the, the like thief or whatever, yeah, the thief you're... stops, turns around. You're just like, hey, just, I was just walking. <laughs> Even though previously I was just shouting, help! <laughs> Eventually you're able to calm Sprocket down and get him away from the yellow musk creeper. It lies there slowly turning to, like, mush. I'm going to cast a Cure Wounds twice on Sprocket on a second level spell. Well, if everything's, you know, good, I might go back to bed. <laughs> yes, everything Sprocket. has been taken care of, Groan. That's good news. Sprocket recovers uh, 19 hit points. Cool. And then I'm going to cast three first level cure wounds on myself. Wait, have I taken that much damage? It took a bit. No. All right, well, cast one on cure wounds on me, the first level. and All right, you recover six hit points. Another one on me. Uh, you recover another ten hit points, putting you at full. And then the last one on um, Sprocket. Sprocket. Sprocket recovers five hit points. Putting him on... Her. Her, sorry. Her on 52 out of 66. That's not bad. That's good. All right. Someone else wants to take the last bit of the watch. I would like to rest. Tipple elects to take the last watch. Thanks, Tipple. Good man. Old mate. So, (laughs) the way I'm going to do hit points here, it's an alternate rule that you can find in the Dungeon Master's Guide, and I'm doing it this way for two reasons. First off, the Solomongra is slowly draining basically life force out of this world. Yes, it's only life force that has died and is supposed to be going on, but as you get closer and closer to the soul mongra, its effect becomes stronger and more pronounced. So you feel it more. Healing becomes less effective. So instead of on a long rest recovering all of your hit points, on a long rest, you roll for how many hit points you get back as if you were having a short rest. Cool. Cool. All right. Neat. And on a short rest, you recover no hit points. Oh, spooky. So uh, you would not necessarily know this, Shanks, but usually a short rest, a one-hour rest, lets you roll for some more hit points, Mm -hmm. and a long rest gives you everything back. I'm doing an alternate version because I want to wear you down and slowly kill you. Fair. That's what I I expect, frankly, nothing less out of. So good. I get it. Sprocket has taken or has enough, enough hit points at this point that after a long rest, she is fully healed. But uh, just know that in future, a long rest will not fully heal you. Mm. The sun rises to dawn on your third day in Chulp. Where do you? You set off again. Yeah. Right. Wake up, pack up all of your uh, our uh, tents and our camping mm-hmm. equipment, and then I, um, have a breakfast. I ask old. Well, I, I, I ask medical boys and Woodrow. girl mm-hmm. Woodrow, and also herbalist here. I guess. <laughs> Um, how's my how's my throat look? Oh, let's give a, a, look, have look, a quick squiz. Uh, go, uh, look inside. Uh, and I hope I didn't just remind Adam that I had something that he'd forgotten about. <laughs> In well, the I night, to say, you believe that it got worse. Oh, you feel no. exhausted. It's hard to breathe in. 
You take one level of exhaustion. Mm, you trouble. Don't, hey, grown man, I ain't feeling so good. The first right level of exhaustion I... gives you disadvantage, so a negative to your ability checks, mm. which means that <clears throat> if you're ever making like a strength check or a dexterity check, you have disadvantage. Right. It's not crippling, but it's not great. Yeah. So are we going via canoe or are we walking across land? Presumably, yeah. Okay. Uh, to go by canoe uh, is uh, twice as fast. Okay, if you went by foot, it'd be like it'd take you forever to get anywhere. Ah, and then we might get et by a plant. Yeah, so. not fast <laughs> canoe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you going to? Is uh, is, is your mate going to be okay canoeing? He's got worms in his throat. Oh, he'll be fine canoeing, right? If he needs to be very precise with his paddling, or yeah. if he needs to make a check based on him, like if you're heading towards a waterfall, Ooh, problems might yeah. arise. Hmm. But in just regular day to day stuff. You're not going to have any troubles. Yeah. Can I strap my canoe to his t- canoe just to give us a bit of? Yeah, you've got rope. Dexterity. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I also As... advise one of my other minions to strap uh, Santos's canoe to theirs, just because you know we've got an extra canoe then if something yeah. bad happens. As you guys are getting ready for the day, Elia, she she's like lighting a fire to try and cook some breakfast. The second, the second the flint sparks enough such that the fire begins, you hear. And rain comes down so heavily and so quickly that the fire immediately goes out. Elia looks up and sighs. It's raining bad. Uh, everyone, everyone. This is not we, great. I feel like canoeing in weather like this, not terribly clever. Regardless of whether or not you're canoeing, before you lose them, you have to pull your canoes further onto land because the river is beginning to swell. Given boss man's bum throat full of worms. Everyone be careful to not drink any water. Yeah, I said we make it over land. Probably clever at this point. Carrying the canoes, if you want to carry them, is going to be very difficult. You'll move at half speed. This swell might give us the advantage of being able to Uh, further go down the river. Um, And I don't know if we can outrun the flood. Uh, Does it look like it's flooding? It is flooding, yeah. I'd say we act quickly, act now, get in the boats before we're all swept away. Sorry to say with Belloc's gal that I'm... Inching to, like, away from the water. Like, you know, a cat... (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to look down at my, like, what I assume is my trail guide and just see the line, do not canoe during heavy storms. This is really not so much a travel guide as just things that you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sky is blue. (laughs) Okay, but I'm telling you now, I advise against it. If you want, maybe we could tie the canoes to a tree and we stay in the canoes and wait it out. Yeah. Ah, storm lasts a long time, I'm assuming. The storm could last all day. Or it could last only until midday. It's hard to say. Was that that the rhymey guy who just said that? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if we make flotilla, perhaps not as bad. You know, tie canoes together like was planned. Mm -hmm. Sure. I suppose. I mean, like, you know, I think I know that. We, well, you're you know, the guide. I'll, I'll, I say I'll storm, your... we should we go over land, but if nobody's going to listen to my decision, <laughs> then that's fine. We can go over land, that's fine. But that's what I'd prefer. Waylaid us with the boats, with everything. If we go, do not canoe during heavy storms, that's all. That's that's what I know from my years and years of experience in the jungles of Chult, but whatever. Well, so, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Well, yes, I understand that, but if we go over land, we're slowing ourselves down. Yeah, we well, can make the flotilla, but if there's a big 
wave. As That's it why were. I'd say go over land. Yeah. <laughs> But we'd be carrying the canoes as well. Yeah, well. I kind of just raise my hands and be like, Alec, I look at the map. It's a long way. Crint, up to you. We can go via the land. That's fine. What do you advise? I would say, yes, it is dangerous. A idea would be to try and wait it out on a flotilla. Just be very careful and be wary that... It well, may... this is his suggestions, and perhaps we should wait out on a flotilla. Eh? I ask hey. for one more... Uh, hey. Hey. When the a bit typical uh, 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 French dialect of... I? I? Went a bit tipple there from yeah. him. Sorry, go on. Oh, no, never mind. I was going to ask a local, but I realize he's dead. Um, <laughs> Where local? Like kind of a local guy. Um, well, Balak, so that's what you reckon? We'll just hang out? If this is uh, what everyone can agree to, we? Oui. Sure, I'll be to that. Let's do it. I say <laughs> yawning. <laughs> You're exhausted. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's only like first level exhaustion. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So we tie the canoes to a tree and sit in our canoes as the water In this action-packed adventure, we wait it out. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you spend the day just tied to a tree. <laughs> All right. You waste a day's provisions, though, obviously. Last oh, move no. in the game. Yep. It's not looking worrying or anything right now. As like, long as we get to Camp Vengeance or maybe Camp Righteous, we should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Towards maybe like 6 p.m., the rain begins to level out and the river begins to slowly return to oh, normal size. By the time it's all settled down, though, you're like, well, I guess we're camping here for the night again. <laughs> Everyone sets up their tents and you spend another night there. No worries. The next day... This time, can oh. Brona and I sleep but in his tent? Before the sun's up, it storms again. It happens again. It happens again. It's a calling over the... <laughs> Each of you are in your tents yelling at each other over the rain. <laughs> we can try and risk it. If or not, we'll just waste another day. Uh, I, that's why I, my vote overland, but no one listen anyway, so we go down river. We can go over land and try it. For a difference of opinion, eight hey, Tipple, you've been here a little bit before, haven't you? Or you, did you just arrive no and chopped? I've been here, um, well, now four days. <laughs> right, okay, so you've never even visited Camp Righteous. No, I um, come from I haven't Odisha's? spoken with anyone from my order. Okay, right. right How's his right. throat in the morning? Oh, his yeah, throat. throat check. Oh, yes. Throat check. Thank Just you for reminding me. paddle throat. against the current. have a look. Glad at having this throat check. All right, I think you've thrown it off. Hey! In the middle of the yes. night, do you vomit up the worms? Is that how it goes down? Uh, <laughs> his body just kills them. He shits them out. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, there'd be so many eggs in your feces. And I say, scramble in- anyone. <laughs> and uh, nobody's pissed. into the river to then be swallowed by a hobgoblin fur- further downstream. Then Elia Farchild, <laughs> Elia Farchild tries to cook the eggs, and as soon as she lights the fire... The- <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, do you want to check him over, or just like the day when you wake up and feel all right? You're... I feel good. No, I'll, I'll get a check. I'll hey, have uh, a look in. Old mates, have a little checky, please. He seems fine. Yay! Oh, you're good. Oh yeah. well, if he okay, then we can risk river. I'm so I'm so touched that it was just my. Well, I don't want you die. You die and go true, back yeah. there like. Well, if you're happy to risk, man, I say ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I vote risk water. Let's do it. Yeah. If you're happy to risk the water, let's do it. Just untying your flotilla and setting off is a laborious task. Everyone has one level of exhaustion. Then, oh boy, oh boy, Crint. Yes. 
setting off was bad enough, mm-hmm. but navigating in this is just the worst. You are on two levels of exhaustion, oh, no. whereas everyone else is on one. At the second level, your speed is halved. So to move the boat is just incredible effort from you. You can only go at half speed of what everyone else is going. So, because you're going at half speed and probably... Oh, no, just you. I'm sorry. (laughs) If I strap my boat to his Um, boat... Everyone else needs to go at your speed, sorry. If I strap my boat to his boat, can I help him? You can try to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I want to lose another boss man in the sea. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say you can go a little bit faster, but still not at maximum speed. And... Yeah, Groan, you're able to bear the bump of that. Cool. You're nothing if not a pack mule. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm tough. You make your way down. So who wants to pathfind? Uh, I'm busy with yeah. boss, man. You do this. I'll do the pathfinding. No worries, bird. So by the end of the day, after traveling as far and hard as you can, the rain lets up and the river begins to de-swell again. As it gets smaller and smaller and smaller, it occurs to you, wait a minute. We're not on the river. As your boats <laughs> bottom out, and the entire party realizes that because the water had swelled so high, you had gone off the river and in a random direction. <laughs> awesome. So, good news, bad news. The river is, you know. You gone. do not know where you are. Bad news. No idea where we are. Good mm. news. Uh, we got, didn't die. We didn't die, <laughs> and we got rid of that really old half elf. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So I look at the map. I kind of keep turning around. Yeah. Look at the sun. Look at a tree. Look at the map. Look at the river. It's dark map, by this point. You're not going to be able to pass find the moon. Set up camp You'll have in to wait morning. For tomorrow. <laughs> we sort our problem in morning. So, uh, Scamper, I, I use my dark vision to just like really have a peer around to see if there's anything that I can notice. Like before we like as we're kind of setting up camp to see if there's anything like yeah like a big know, sign that's like camp righteous two miles that yeah. way that'd be nice. You have a look around and all you see is this like surrounding you on all sides. It's like slowly it had descended and you hadn't noticed it until you looked closely. But surrounding you on all sides is this odd bluish mist. Uh, oh shit! Hey, uh, um, <clears throat> do you have any? Does anyone have any to spell? Like, like who sees this? Just well, I see. Well, I'm like halfway. Crit, you've got. Uh, sorry, go on. You've got dark vision, right? Can you <laughs> can you blink for me? And what do you see? Do you see anything over there? It's surrounding you. It's very um, obvious. Okay. Does anyone have dis dispel magic or that blow gust of wind? I don't know. Just. <sighs> oh, you know what? I do have a blow gust of wind. Is this? Do I look around at this uh, foggy, foggy badness? Mm. Is it encroaching from all angles? Is there? It's a, just settled around you. It's not moving. Back. Right. Um, before I do anything, who's a magic person who would have knowledge of magic? Would I have knowledge of magic? You are. Uh, you have some knowledge of magic, yeah. but also you imagine Hister Melop, the the mage, would have some knowledge. Okay. So I've got basically a note that says the mist is magical and can be dispelled. So if you can dispel magic, or you can use gust of wind, both right. are great. Okay. Cool. Well, I'll just um. I, I guess I'll I'll call over the wizard and just be like, "Hey, uh, Hister, mm-hmm. what's up, Hister, Mister? Just kidding. I think you're a lady. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> there's this weird mist going around, and you know, I, I'm thinking Augustine of winding it away. Do you know what this mist is, particularly? She squints into it and tries to have a good look. Ah, my glasses. 
every time. <laughs> Just Does one of us have her fucking glove? <laughs> it's magical of some variety, she says. It's, but uh, I, I don't know the specifics uh, of it. It's um, Mad Monkey Fever. Mad Monkey Fever? Okay. Mad Monkey Fever. What I thought actually Santos had, but it, he was just old as shit. This time you're certain. Before it was just, it was trick a trick of the, of the light, but this time you are very certain. All right, well, I, I, um, I gust of wind it uh, away before it can get any closer. All right. So. Gust of wind! <laughs> you're able to do kind of like a sweeping motion with the gust of wind. Can I come Make out of my a, butt? Sorry? Nothing. Um. You make a uh, uh, like a small little tornado <laughs> ripple around you, and it blows the mist away from you. You've given yourself a lot of extra breathing room, as it were, but the mist isn't gone by any stretch of the right. imagination. It's just a lot further away from you now. So were you saying halfway that you know what sort of mist this is? Or? Uh, yeah, it's the mad monkey fever. If you want, it can be dispelled, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, gust of wind keeping it at a distance is also good. Does it, get, does it look like it's moving, or is it just... Does it just no, it's just settled. Right. I just don't breathe would in. You, would you say we're kind of in the clear for now, do you reckon? Uh, so it's not, not, not moving, and that's fine. Just don't breathe in. Don't breathe no. in. Be wary. If it starts moving a bit closer, then then we worry. Yeah, I guess we'll have to put somebody uh, somebody on watch. But um, right now it's... <laughs> I look at Groan. Not Groan. I'd like to be climbing into my tent. <laughs> <laughs> guess I'll have to put somebody on... Zip! <laughs> I don't know. A couple of pies for me and the boys. <laughs> uh, who among you is going to be standing watch tonight? Um, not me. <laughs> Um, We're you, very aware. I, I could stand watch. I mean, I'm I'm free now oh, of yeah, my you feel laryngitis. Way I feel great, and I got dark visions. So I'm gonna yeah hang. I mean, I don't dark visions. I have the ability <laughs> to see the dark. I got dark visions <laughs> of my future. <laughs> have a terrible future. So I'll, I'll I'll rug up. Um, but is it cold? Is it hot? It's wet as it's all. It's hot. Okay, it's so uh, I'll rug forest. down. Oh, you know, just be jungles. Get in yeah. your singlet, your bloody. Oh yeah. Crack open a pant. tinny. <laughs> oh. yeah, put on a bindi and go full festival mode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you do what birds tend to do when they kind of open up their wings a bit and yeah, start panting? Yeah, do that like, like kind of. <laughs> Um, I'll I'll, uh, I'll uh, keep old mate here company. Yeah. Highs or lows, Crint? I'll go highs because it worked terribly for me last time. Okay, so <laughs> Crint and Halfway, both of you are awake. I'm going to say with uh, perhaps Harvey Tom, the rhyming half length, <laughs> as perhaps your little procession has begun calling him. I say hi, Harvey Tom. Please tell me a very long story. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any limericks? Ready uh, to go. Come on, <laughs> Please do not edit any of this podcast for Adam's brain. <laughs> <laughs> there once was a man from Baldur's Gate. <laughs> uh-huh. You should shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, there once was a man from Baldur's Gate who um, never watched whatever he ate. He fed and fed... And his stomach bled. And now, I think he's a bit late. Right. I thought about that pretty good. His fella. Is that it's like he's someone who decided one day. He's like, no, that'd be a fucking great quote. What do you mean? That came so naturally to him. (laughs) He's like, I don't know how to rhyme everything. Anyway, that was beautiful. That was really good. Anyway. Yes. Um... The three of you are sitting around the campfire, maybe picking on Harvey because you can only talk in rhymes because of that curse. Like, hey, can you pass? 
<laughs> hey, Harvey, can you, can you pass me that orange? <laughs> yeah, yes, then... my best friend. <laughs> Passes you the orange or whatever. In the darkness mm. of the night, you hear a distant rumbling. It It's faint at first, but then <coughs> starts to reverberate hard enough through the ground that it jolts into your legs up along your spine and rattles around in your head. By that point, you realize it's not a rumbling, but a roaring. Something is roaring with enough ferocity that you are, however far away you are, feeling it physically washing against you. Well, that's not good. Do I, could I make like a knowledge check of uh, nature? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or non-nature, or whatever it is. Monster. Demon. It sounded similar to the roar of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Right. Um, But there was something wrong to it. You could hear a weird peal in the voice. Like the Tyrannosaurus's voice was being choked. I think someone's choking dinos. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) Dinosaurs are quite common in these areas. Oh, sick. I didn't even know they were in this game. That's mad. Hmm. Yeah, fight a bloody dino. Uh, Do I wake up? Uh, I would say everyone wakes up. Mm, Uh, Most people, though, who weren't... uh, Most people other than Halfway, Crint, and Harvey, who were awake at the time... Most people just think it was a like a uh, earthquake. Oh. Right. Should, uh, should we tell them? Should we bump them out? Um, well, hang on a sec. Let's just prick up my ears and just can I can I hear if it's close? Like it, it, if it's coming towards us, then perhaps we should say something. But if it's you strain your ears, but you can't hear anything now. Perhaps we should get into. Do you know which direction it came from? Uh, you would hazard a guess that it came from somewhere to your to your east, but you don't even know because you guys are so lost. You don't even know if that's the uh, east, right? Uh, well, although, like, you do know what direction, <coughs> just not the cardinal direction, if that makes sense. Well, I mean, if everyone gets a good night's sleep, and then we're, uh, I guess, great for the morning. But if this thing comes crashing through here, that's not great. Or if this thing that choked the dinosaur <laughs> comes through this way, that's even worse. Not great as well. Although the enemy of my enemy is my friend, according to <laughs> Alien vs. Predator. Yes. So. <laughs> I love that puppet show. Uh, <laughs> Mama used to tell it to me when I was uh, <laughs> but wee. I only ever saw it as a play put on by the Bards College. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you could recite it on your lute. <laughs> that, you didn't rhyme there, Harvey. Maybe the curse is broken. <laughs> a human's found a pyramid. <laughs> by aliens, I think, long ago. I don't know why I gave him that. Like, <laughs> as, as I was writing that out, actually, you know what I knew? I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to... To I, I even made a note, like... Uh, what are you doing, Adam? Please stop. It's in rhyme, in, in brackets, when possible, because I knew that I'd have to give myself an out, but I just didn't mention that it was when possible. Because <laughs> I guess I hate myself. No, no, commit to it. It's yeah, great. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Now, what rhymes with xenomorph? Uh, Animorph. Ah, then I saw. <laughs> yes, so we it's have getting a, closer. <laughs> a quick discussion of like, well, do we need to get everyone on alert? Or yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, would we? I scan. It's, it's really for us to run anywhere. We don't really know where we are, right? We escape is an option. It's just if this is something that can kill a Tyrannosaurus Rex, do you really think we are equipped to take that on right now? Not right now. If we're all sleeping, but mm. if we're strategic about it maybe i think stealth would be better for our health 
Correct. I don't, a, I don't know if he said that because he thought it would work Harvey or just because he had one fire. rhyme ready to go. <laughs> right, okay. Harvey, yeah, is Harvey doing it to just commit to the rhyme? We don't know. Harvey um, sits down and has like just a thousand yards there, <laughs> refuses to acknowledge whether or not he did that just because it rhymed. Well, according to a puppet show I once saw... Mm. The Tyrannosaurus Rex's eye movement is based on. <laughs> uh, I said it's based on movement. If yes, we're still, yes, yes. All right. So, um, is there a, perhaps a, a tree, like a large tree, I could climb <laughs> in this jungle? I imagine you could find a tree. Sick. Uh, I'm gonna climb a tree. <laughs> All right. Um, wait, wait, hold on. How many? How many? How many people are in our party overall? <clears throat> there are you three plus Renee, four Granto, the half orc, five Hister Melop, six. Philip and Harvey Tom, seven, eight. Aliyah Fairchild, uh, nine. Woodrow, ten. And Tipple, eleven. Yes. Right. I, I pull on my two trusty boys, even though one of them's working for Belloc, and I'm like, oh, just I'm so asleep. you know. Oh, are you, are you asleep still? <laughs> yeah, I woke up and I was like, ah, it doesn't earthquake. <laughs> All right, never <laughs> mind. Well, I, I imagine I, I'm snoring like, <sighs> <sighs> I um I lean over to halfway and I'm like, hey, I've got this spell, right? Which is like this uh, it's this tiny hut. I got it from Leomond. Don't worry about it. And uh, it's like a. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mad. It's a mad shelter we can hide in, right? Yeah, yeah. If this thing comes, however. Uh, I have a feeling it could only fit nine creatures of medium size or smaller, <laughs> and there's eleven of us. So I'm let's figure smaller. out. I'm more smaller, surely. Um, well, that's okay. I can. You're if... asleep. Remember? <laughs> Just if worst comes to worst, I've got a little mini bunker. I guess. I guess we can if we make the bunk, everyone clambers in, and two of us just uh, stand I'm guard. More smaller. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we could do that. Should we, is that a plan? Should we do that? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's send a murmur around the camp. Get everybody up. Bring them you, back you do okay, that. I'll do. Thing. Okay. I want to climb this tree and see if I can see anything. Okay. Cool. Do I have any other minions around that I've employed? Like, um, uh, like I said, you've probably employed uh, Granto, the female half orc, Histamelop, the female gnome. All right. I said and- Histamelop because she's probably more graceful. I'm like, get everybody to come over here and be quiet. No more lights. We're being stealthy. Purple monkey dishwasher. <laughs> And she tries to stare on. at you through the darkness and her poor eyes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she puts her hand up on your face. Oh, 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 right, right, right. Yes. <laughs> Crint. I'll get... Who do you want me to wake up? Everyone. All right. Uh, maybe not Balok. No, no, it's fine. Get him too. <laughs> All right. She crawls out of her tent. Uh, you try halfway, try to climb to the top of a tree. Mm-hmm. You get halfway up, then... I've got a climb speed. Oh, that's right. You do too. I forgot. Never mind. A kitty cat. You Meryl. make it quite easily up to the top of the tree, and you get not a commanding view, but a decent view of the surrounding jungle. You scan as far as you can. You see mountains in three different directions, and before the mountains, highs or lows? Let's mm. make another luck check. Highs, mate. Excited. Highs? Yes. Okay. Somewhere distantly, you can see trees being parted. And perhaps now that you're above the tree line and the trees aren't deadening the sound, you can hear the distant sound of something large moving through trees and snapping them as it goes. Shit. Mm-hmm. Coming towards us? Just walking. Uh, perpendicular to you, I would say. Okay. Or, like, parallel. All right. Scar- scarper back down. Mm-hmm. Have I been woken? Uh... 
<laughs> no, you're going to be working last. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Uh, people begin rousing and quietly so, coming so have, I kind of, have I kind of got everybody around me? Yeah. Uh, except for in- Sleepy Boy. <laughs> All right. Everyone except Sleeping Boy. <laughs> Don't leave me sleeping. Okay. So guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bella, good to see you, man, my uh, rivalrous friend. <laughs> um, anyway, the pleasure so, is all mine. Shut what the, the fuck, fuck up, Ned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the pleasure is all mine. Oh, very good. Not at all. Um, <laughs> so there's maybe this thing happening, and let me tell you to it now. We kind of fade out as I go, and then when we recome, like everybody's figured it out. You know, we do like a cutaway. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. yeah. So we're all going to get in the hut and we'll get two of us to stand guard. Um, I guess um, I'll, go, I'll go wake up, groan, and, and get him involved. So I'm going to cast this hut. It, uh, it actually has a duration of eight hours. It only takes one minute to cast. So um, we can get it pretty yeah. quick. Mm. Uh, is everybody cool with this? No objections? Everyone nods. Yeah. Um, who is going to be left out? Says well, um, does anybody... Is anybody feeling super generous? Um, <laughs> well, I can take point. I don't mind taking guard. Taking watch, sorry. Um, I, 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 do, I do feel like it's it's my it's my tiny hut, and yeah. you know I have employed yeah. most of you. Like I, I can. No, yeah. it's, it's, I think okay. Groan was left asleep, wasn't that? I think, the, um, I'm okay. <laughs> Groan's away. Okay, Groan, how you doing, man? If you want, me, perhaps the two the two guides can. I'll have to leave you yeah, that outside. For me. <laughs> yeah, the two guides. Uh, oh. <laughs> we, we sure about that? Well, well, I mean, well, well, my guide is willing. Belloc, is is your guide willing? No. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, yes, as I can is... tell you, my guide is so much more willing than, uh, than your guide. I clearly uh, know how to choose the help. Do you remember which guide is which? Perhaps you are incorrect. No, no, I, I do. See, your kitty cat puts up a big show, but Groan, he's being modest. Oh, he's oh being okay, very yes, chivalrous. you understand. All right, I then. understand. <laughs> I look from between everyone, my eyes widening in horror. Still not super aware of what's going Tipple on. Tipple turns to you, and you see maybe some of that aggression he had towards you the other night. He puts an, uh, a hand on you and jokingly comforts you, saying, Hey, you uh, you look like the sort of sort that could stay outside, eh? Yeah, you're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a Squeezes dickhead. your shoulder maybe a little too tight and says, Couldn't think of better sort, eh? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait outside, that's fine. But I'm fucking not happy about it. All right, so you're all going to pile into Liaman's tiny hut? I think we are. So are Is you... this when you reveal this as like, it's a trick spell and it kills everyone <laughs> inside? It's killing you all. <laughs> ah, I, I wish. No, uh, you you stay the night. The rest of the night passes uneventful. Cool. So okay. the next Grown, morning... Can you fly? Or is it just for show? It's, uh, we once could fly, yes. Not, not anymore, no. Oh, sorry. Alas. The next morning, the not second... about that either. The second... Second, the sun pokes itself over the horizon. Oh, it's going to be rain. <laughs> uh, a light rain begins it's to come nice down. It's nice that it only rain at night. I mean, uh, you know, during day. Not rain at night so much. That's all right. Hmm. Could we travel It's more misty at night. Yeah, well. Could we travel during the night? <laughs> it's You could try traveling during the night. Um, can we orientate ourselves now? All right. Who would like to pathfind for today? I'll give it a gander. Can you can try. I'll crow step around trying to figure out where the fuck yeah. we are. Can we like at least just try and find out where we are? I want to climb up top to the well, tree I mean, surely again. Surely we can still see the river from here, yes. and we know which direction the river was going in. Yeah. Can I climb up to a tree? Uh. Okay. Groan figures it out. 
Yeah. Hey, that's, that's where One Cody. person each day is designated as the Pathfinder, and I, they are the ones who work that everyone out. Everyone called grown fucking idiot. Look at grown now. Know the way. Better than anyone you're all else grown up. I think maybe you're projecting there, grown. Orientating yourself, perhaps using the Mist Cliff Mountains, which you know should be to your north, you are able to work out in what direction you need to head. You know that you have gone straight eastward away. So you're basically going to be spending the entire day just getting back to the river. Cool. Okay. I extend a big feathered wing and... Like, do I have hands? Yeah, you got like little claw <laughs> gross things. That's good to hear. It is too late to ask that question. <laughs> it's like the fourth day of our quest and you're like, oh, Wait, no. Second. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I just have wings, guys. On, I'm of no use to anyone. Yeah, there I am. Oh, that's good a little picture for you, Jack. I have a little gander. They're gross. <laughs> I'm a cute one. <laughs> They're badass. I mean, they do look a little goblin-y. Oh, I'm a hobgoblin. I keep forgetting. I'm yeah. a hobgoblin. You're a big hobgoblin, though. You're mm. a big hobo-gobbo. Yeah. <laughs> hobo-gobbo. That's you, mate. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, fuck. That's I should be rougher, rougher, but I'm not. Look at the fifth head kank. The oh, fifth head kanku cool. picture's heaps better. Oh, you're mad. Or was that the fifth head kanku picture? That was a fifth head tobacco. By the end of the day, you have huh? reacquired oh, the river. Yeah. Hey! hey we did it. You spend another night. Yep. Down by the river. The rain lets up around midnight. The Wonderful. light rain lets up around midnight. Uh, you know it's just going to crash down come dawn. <laughs> the next day, clear. Oh, hey. very rare have clear rain. Unexpected. So do we think we've passed Camp Righteous? Uh, no, you're still north of Camp Righteous. <clears throat> Back in canoes, keep paddle. Mm-hmm. All right. Keep paddle. You keep paddle. Just keep saying it. We, we leave you behind on the beach. Keep paddle. Spend the day traveling down the river Szechuan. And by the end of it, you reckon you're maybe one more day of canoodling away. Mm. Fantastic. As we're traveling, I, I, I shout from my canoe, Hey, Paladin. Hey, Tipple. You excited? We're about a day's away from Camp Righteous. How you feeling? Tipple nods and says, I feel righteous, eh? Haha, <laughs> I say. <laughs> and then I look over at Groan and kind of give him a this guy look. What a dickhead. <laughs> Bella, who's maybe next to you, rolls his eyes as well yeah. and gives you like a, yeah, I know this guy, right? Sort of look. Yeah, I'm like, he gets it, but he doesn't get that things belong in a museum. And then I again look to Groan, giving him a kind of this guy. You're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's terrible on this trip. I'd like to slide up along Balak maybe and nudge him and be like, I, this camp's going to be overrun. I said, no one listen. Just you watch, Balak. We'll arrive. And, oh, no, it's overrun. <clears throat> Everyone called Groan a little fuck. I don't think we disagreed with you, Groan. It's just that we're passing it. So, <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens when we get there. Just saying. Over- Groan knows. Overrun by what? You can't up. remember. Make a camp for the final night before you hit Camp Righteous. So and that night, it just hailed. The rain is coming in so hard, it's coming sideways through the trees. And it hits you were in, uh, suddenly. Everyone needs to secure their canoes or they're going to be flooded away. Oh, fuck. Oof. Alrighty. Oh, not this again. I can tie my canoe up, get like a top over myself in, in the, the canoe. In the middle of and... preparing your campsite, all of you must... Now scatter about the place, collecting everything that's being blown about. Duh. The it's like a, it's like a wizard is making this wind just to mess with you guys. Your tents are being picked up and thrown around the place. Hister Mela screams as 
her pouch of components, magical components, is picked up and thrown far into the dark trees. She screams, my components, my components. Can I just strap myself to a tree? There's a lot of work to be done, but yes, <laughs> if you wish. <laughs> I do. I do wish. <laughs> All right. So, uh, there are three different things you can do around camp. You can secure tents, you can secure equipment, or you can secure canoes. What would you like to do? Or yourself. To <laughs> you can wait, secure wait. yourself. Equipment, tent, or canoes? Yes. Okay. I'm going to try to get the... Uh, Equipment, because I hate water. Yeah. All right. Yeah, oh. I'll, I'll go canoes. Can you just cast your tiny hut? But would it work we'll on the hail? Will yeah. we, lo- we lose your hut? No one loses a hut. Because your hut, hut is fat. <laughs> and each time there's a different painting on the wall. It's a lucky dip. Why <laughs> tell it's a valuable one? <laughs> It'll disappear in time. All right. So were you still carrying with you or dragging along behind you that extra canoe? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we were. All right, cool. So, halfway, you managed to secure equipment or some of the equipment. Crint, you were securing equipment as well? No, I was, equi- I was, I was canoeing. Canoeing, sorry. You managed to grab your canoe and tie it on tight to a tree. Yes! Dr. <laughs> Renee Bellock manages to secure a canoe. Granto secures equipment. Melap secures nothing. She's running off into the darkness looking for a component. I'm going to just cross her off the list. Yeah, I think she's, she's good. good. Yeah, yeah, she did. Goodbye. Uh, Philip Tome uh, and Harvey Tome secure equipment and canoes between the both of them. They're just guns at it. They keep all of their own equipment down locked. Elia Farchild secures a canoe. Woodrow secures a canoe. And Carl Tipple secures equipment. Okay. And I secure myself. You secure yourself? Oh, wait. <laughs> you secure yourself pretty good. <laughs> you just tie yourself onto a tree, and when the waves rush against you, you're being, like, pulled, but the tree is holding you steady. Good. That's <laughs> an um, interesting method you have there, Grown. Yeah, well, it works. By the time all is said and done, and you guys are able to drag your equipment and canoes out of the new river that is rushing past you at a intense rate, you figure out that you're roughly down two canoes. So, two people are now on foot. Is that including the one we... That's including the one that you captured. Oh, so that that would mean that only one person's on foot, right? Uh, No, no, no. I mean, like, you've lost in total three canoes. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, two people are now going to be on foot, and you've lost three days' worth of rations. How many days of rations do we have? You had rations for two weeks. And did what's her name, Component Queen, come back? Oh, uh, no, she's still out in the darkness. Oh, yikes. Yeah, look. Uh, Consider her gone. Oh, well. Wait, who hired her? Me or That was. Was she one of ours? Yeah. What was her name again? Hister? Her name was uh, Hister Mella. No, no, Hister. she was fine. Ah. Uh, so, um, we seem to have lost a Hister. Yeah, well, I can, um, I can detect magic, and she was a wizard, because I've got, uh, um, Eldritch Sight. Can I maybe see if I can divine where she is in the darkness? She's not inherently magical to herself, and I your see. detect magic is only 60 feet, <sighs> at which point so you magical. might as well just call out for her. <laughs> right. um, can I try true. tracking her? <clears throat> you can if you want, but a, a vote seems to be taking place among the remaining people. Philip, Tom, and Granto are of the opinion that 
she's gone. <laughs> Philip, once again, who rarely speaks, speaks his mind in this instance and says, she, um, she's lost out there somewhere. You waited this long to speak, and then you said, um, is your second word. Come on, <laughs> Philip. How long we, did you have to think? We, uh, <laughs> we're low on supplies as it is. I don't know how much time we're going to spend on this, and I don't know if it's worth it. I say well, we take a vote. Well, if you want, I can That's the best move. Take a vote. try and see where she is, because I, quite frankly, don't want her waking up in the middle of the night if she is dead and attacking us. Uh, I suppose. Oh, you know, that sounded compassionate at first, but then it was very self-serving. <laughs> um, I, I vote we, we look for her. I want to say no, no member of this party left behind outwardly, but inwardly I'm thinking, she's gone, but this is making me seem kind of like... This is you know, <laughs> making you a This is making morale a little yeah. higher. Yeah. Like, I'm like, Are you putting it to a vote? She's probably gone, but I don't want any surprises. Are you putting it to a vote? Yes, let's put it to a vote. All right, so... Is anyone going to say any words to either effect? No, I'll just vote when the time comes. All right. What are, we, do what, it on what the are we voting on, sorry? Voting Wait. whether or not you're going to, you're stopping to find her. Oh, especially had, in the dark. I thought we had to stop anyway for camp. Well, yeah, you are stopping for camp. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we I might mean, lose I'm just, you. Yeah. I'm just voting of maybe, I don't think we should abandon her just yet, but I don't know if we go in with a massive search party. Oh, yeah. Or Traveling by night is dangerous. Night. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy to go searching for uh, her. Look, the cat doesn't mind. Send the cat. Well, maybe, maybe you could uh, launch to the top of the tree again and with your darkened uh, eyesight, your night vision. You could just have a look. <clears throat> yeah. uh, you know, like, let's look for it. Let's not go crazy. Like, let's try yeah. and do it from the confines <laughs> of our We look, but not too far. You yeah. know what I mean? You I'll nudge Bellic in the ribs again and be like, send the cat. <laughs> All right, so who's looking? <laughs> send the cat. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I have a very filthy laugh. <laughs> That's gonna be pleasant for the listener. Just three people doing gross laughs. <laughs> Halfway, you find her. Uh, oh, you're not well, searching lucky. for very long. You, she wasn't very far from the camp. You wander maybe five minutes from where you guys had reset everything, and you find her staring up into the trees, unmoving. You come uh, up behind her. Hey there, history. Uh, you're right there. She doesn't say or do anything. She stands solidar- sol- solidly looking upwards and away from you. Yeah, we're in trouble. I want to, like, yeah, this is bad look news. up. You slowly look up to follow her gaze, and you see hanging upside down from one of the trees is a, a human male. He's got a bald head, and you see these intricate tattoos all over his balded head. He's wearing blood-red robes, and he's strung up by his legs. His throat has been slashed open, and his guts have been taken from inside and dragged out through the hole of his neck, extending his body to double its length. Wow, jeez. Golly. Um, is, is Insects like... buzz and feast. So is Hister, like... When she say, when you say she's frozen, is she like staring at it, petrified, like a basilisk froze her, or just petrified? You As walk in- up, put an arm on her hand on her shoulder, and look at her. She she's like bone white. She looks like she's in shock. I'm just gonna pick her up. <laughs> Carry her back to camp. Come on, she's completely so rigid. Just- <coughs> Stiff as a board with, with, with one hand. Halfway comes back with histamella. Oh, well, look, why was anybody worrying? There she is. Kister, what happened? I, I voted to find you. 
I mean, we all wanted to find you. I mean, what vote? Uh, we voted on who would have the, the privilege of going to find you. And... Just keep digging. Yeah. I do have a shovel. Yeah. Yeah. Minor problem. Yeah. Uh, I guess we've got encountered something that doesn't want us here. What did you see? Uh, well... There seems to be a sign of kind of trap, and there's a a, a body just just hanging. Come have a look. Okay, I'll go have a look. Why not? We have a little look, and I I, I I call for uh, Tippet to come with us. All right, Tippet gets Tipple. up. Tipple, yeah, Tipple, Tipple comes with. You wander into the not really clearing, but the cleared space where the body is hanging. Did she get her uh, component bag back? By the way, she did not. Oh, poor girl. Does that mean she can't do magic? She is limited in the magic yeah. she can do. Grown and Crint, you are... Oh, no, sorry. Grown and Halfway, both of you are local to Chult and mm-hmm. presumably grew up around here. Yeah. So yeah. you don't really know anything about this man. But Crint and Tipple both recognize the blood red robes and the tattoos. This looks like a red wizard of Thay. Thay. Red wizards oh. of Thay are a Not dark wizard. Wizards. Of Thay. They're basically an evil conclave of wizards. Their sort of whole deal is just the pursuit of magic and exclusion of all else. If a red wizard is here, he was probably here searching for some powerful magics. Maybe this he maybe he was looking for the soulmonger himself. Red wizards all over this jungle. They're attracted to anything that's powerful and magical. Hey guys. Um, yeah. This is one of the red wizards of Thay. They're kind of like a dark conclave of wizard that uh, pursues magical objects. And uh, if we found one up here, uh, I did a bad job of reciting that because I'm dumb. <laughs> I did a bad job explaining it. Whatever. <laughs> hey, we're here. Look, nobody came out on top, and that's just life. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, look, that means um, someone not like wizard, not necessarily not like us. So, so I would know these guys are kind of bad news. They wouldn't. Yeah, this is a bad man. Right. So they're slavers. Oh, slavers, right. Yeah. Well, I was enslaved by humans, so I'm like, <laughs> I distrust this human. Uh, <laughs> this dead human. Grown and Krint. Yeah. Or would anyone actually just like to inspect the body? Yeah, closer? definitely. And inspect everything, all about it. I'll give it like a casual eyeball. Wait, wait, wait. How, how high up is it? It's, well, the guts reach the floor. He's about a human's length up. Because right. his guts are about so a human length. insects just surrounding it, right? Yep. I'm going to, can I like shoot the... The rope off? I don't want to get near it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you shoot him down. Sure. Cool. The body collapses on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, just be careful of the bugs. <laughs> don't get more worms in your mouth. Yeah. Close your mouth. Halfway, you're terrified of catching disease from the insects, so you don't... To inspect the body, you do not approach the body, <laughs> which somewhat hinders your ability to work things out. Yeah, no. Grown, you do several things. First off, this was not a trap. This person was strung up deliberately. They were dead when they were strung up. Second, you can see three arrows protruding out of his back. Mm. Arrows out back. I've looked. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You roll them over. You can see. Actually, there wouldn't be arrows. Sorry, there'd be darts. I'm Ooh. not going to touch. Yeah, just, again, You'll be wary it. of the. If any anything bites mm. you, let me know. Yeah. You pull arrows out. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to pull the darts okay, out. Tipple, dickhead, pull out <laughs> arrows. Tipple looks at you and says, you do it. Uh, I think they're darts. <laughs> He's intimidating. It's I okay. Tried. Nobody pull the darts out. This is fine. 
Okay. Can we yeah. can we garner anything from the darts just by sight? Sight alone. I mean, I do have uh, identify as an ability, or rather, it was a spell, but that's more for magical. There's not a lot to identify one. from yeah. the darts. Cast a spell, and you find it, a wallet. A, oh. Is it a Camino saber dart for a really deep Attack of the Clones cut? <laughs> um. uh, no, they are not. They appear to be just small darts, possibly shot from a blowgun. All right, right. look, intimidated a blow gun? by Tipple. A blowgun. Blow gun. Blow yeah, right. and, and he's covered in in <clears throat> bugs, so I wouldn't want to loot him lest I get touched by buggy buggies. He doesn't look like he has anything worth looting, to be honest. I'll try and pluck one out. I'll cover my mouth with my shirt and reach one of my little bird hands and try and pluck it out, but staring daggers at Tipple the whole time. You pluck... I die, your fault. You pluck one of the darts out. Who do you bring it to? I show it to Boss Man. I think it's a Camino Saber dart. (laughs) (laughs) These guys are cloners. Uh, Other than that it was made locally... You could tell, perhaps, that it looks like it was made by a small creature. So nothing the size of a human. Maybe something the size of a halfling. Like Tipple, but probably not Tipple. I do know there are goblins around. Could be goblin, could Could be be grung. Could be dwarves. A lot of things could be. But probably, I think, grung more likely than goblin, yeah? Well, whatever it is, it's Grung, uh... Well, there's only three darts. Three mm. darts is not going to bring down a man unless they're poisoned, so Grung would make sense. I imagine Grung, which means we got to get out of here, because Grung eats you. Yeah, Grung, they're real tiny. I, I, I didn't know they were around, but I've heard what, what, some what, 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 what a Grung? Yeah, it looked like little frog dudes. Oh, oh little frog oh. dudes. Mm. Grungs hang bodies of just remember. <laughs> <laughs> Wondering which one of you had it and why it was taking so long. Grung hang bodies of slain enemies from tree. This Grung, we got go, we got go. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get let's get to it. Let's uh let's hop to it, as the Grung would say. Hey, why why did the frog walk into the why why did the frog walk into the bank? Why? Because he wanted to rob it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> right? I guess. Okay, cool. I do like a tada, but like seriously, we should run. <laughs> we run. You get back to the camp. Maybe Woodrow, who sees you first, sees your sort of whitish expressions and says. What happened? Grunk! Let's just pack what? everything Grunk! up. He Grunk. wanted to rob it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get everyone to pack up and move? Yeah. It'll be... Da- it's dark now. It's dangerous to move okay. by night. Uh, more dangerous. <clears throat> uh, look, I do have a Grunk. tiny hut, guys. I have a tiny hut. Not stay outside again. Bags not. <laughs> I touch my beak with my wing. Well, <laughs> well, I, I, I confer with the boys. Should we, should we go in the darkness or should we do go in the hut? Traveling in darkness via the river is going to be very much a hassle, especially wow. now that we're two canoes down. When we eat the grung, however, however, there's a grung issue we have to, to deal with. So, can we double up in a canoe? You can, but oh, I'd gnome. say it's disadvantaged to checks. Huh? The gnome. It's tiny. Whatever. Sit in my lap. Come yeah, on. I'm little. Can't I just sit on boss man's lap? You're not little. You're not the gnome I was talking like about. You're people. human. No, you're not. We have I'm like human size. Yeah. I'm fucking Do you massive. not know that? I thought I was little for no. some reason. A human-sized bird is yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, that's, that's mad. Best. I'm happy. Yeah, we, We've got like three halflings and a gnome. We're, we're fine. No, I would say it's a disadvantage. Well, though. you've got also three halfling-sized kayaks, so like, <laughs> it all balances out in the end. I guess. Uh, I would say you can double up, but it would be a disadvantage if you needed to make a check while in it. I mean, maybe we should have done this before when we saw the corpse, but would I have noticed or would any of us have noticed how fresh the body was? Was it potentially... It that, that wasn't rotted, it? so quite fresh. Uh, so your hut, how does it help? 
Well, um, are we just protected while we're in there? It is opaque from the outside, transparent from the inside. So you could see out, but they couldn't see in, but they could see the hut. Yeah, that's uh, a dead giveaway that there's people there. So I think uh, Grung we are did... notoriously aggressive, yes? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Grung, uh, well, you have the sheet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've only heard rumors about the Grung, so I, I say we just take it very slow and Gunno. try to go on the yeah. canoe. Yeah, yeah, okay. yep, yep, yep. I'll already be getting into my canoe. I don't like Grung. <laughs> All right, so who's doubling up? Are you making just the NPCs figure out, or the one you want to double up? Well, I figured, like, the two halflings can go together. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. Would it make more sense for two halflings in a big boat, and then one normal in a halfling boat? That's stupid. (laughs) That's real stupid. All right, the halflings double up, and Hister Melop maybe goes with Renee Bella. Okay. Let's keep canoeing. You travel through the night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's going to mean that all of you take one level of exhaustion. No. Oh, gosh. It's also still pouring down with rain. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you can do this, but golly. Risk the grung, risk the water. I say risk water. That's my vote. But, again, no one listens, so... How about this? Why don't, can we... How, like, wide is the river? How wide? At this point, the river is wide enough for five of you to be abreast. Can we just, like, you said shuffle dress. on over to huh. the other side? Yeah. Let's do that. Right, let's do you that. know what frogs hate? It's water. <laughs> God damn it! Shut up! <laughs> well, I hate water, so I assume the frogs would. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry, halfway. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> You're right. Let's keep going, then. So, it's bad to do this. It's going to be very taxing and very dangerous. So, I'm going to need you, first off, to select who's going to be the Pathfinder. I did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well. Hello. All right. I think you wanted to pathfind anyway. Sure. Oh, sorry. Before I roll it, you also will mm. all take two levels of exhaustion, Ooh. meaning that your speed will be halved, you have disadvantage on ability checks, and now I'm going to roll to see if it's three levels of exhaustion. Ooh. Oh, boy. For groan, you're able to endure it. Ah, that's right. Halfway. You're exhausted. <sighs> it's the oh boy to to pathfind to do all of this all at once is just too much for you. Lazy fucking bird. Crint, you're able to just keep up with it. Crint, baby. Most of your companions just can't do it, especially the ones who are car- who are going to in the same boat. You are moving at a very slowed pace. So what is our three levels of exhaustion? Disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Yeah, the, best. the way the exhaustion is going to recover as well is it's one level of exhaustion each night. Halfway, three levels. Grown, two levels. Crint, two levels. And that means that so when you, so when after you rest, a rest... Two levels. Yeah. Gotcha. And they're one level. This... Exhaustion is also partially because you're moving through the time where you should be resting. Fair yep. enough. Yep, 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 yep. Can I wrap my yep. snake yep. around me like a scarf? And... So in the darkness, you get lost. <laughs> you don't know where you are. <clears throat> I'm so tired. Also, highs or lows? Let's go with... Lows, lows I was going to say. Lows? You sure? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Those it is. Those is fine. Nothing else happens. Fair. 
<laughs> you always had me there, Adam, <laughs> you, you salty sea dog. <laughs> so you get lost, but nothing other than that particularly bad event happens over the night. By the time the morning rises, you've made a, a new camp and you realize you've lost where the river is again. <laughs> You're stuck somewhere in the jungle. The rain has not let up. It's gone down to a point where it the river is probably back to its normal size, but you still are like in heavy rain. Right. Uh, I guess we just- so... So, so we've lost the river. So we're, we're in a, a moving body of water that may right. or may not okay. be the, the river. river kind of dried up. The yeah. entire place is very swampy, so when the water level went down, you realized you were sitting in a swamp, not right. in the river. So that means that halfway, you're on two levels of exhaustion. Crint and groan, you're on one level of exhaustion. Hey, that's pretty good. Not bad. I guess we just try and get our bearings. Right. Um... Groan, if you can try and find out where we yeah, are. Uh, fine, you have rest. Groan, have a look. Uh, to do that, you'd actually need to move around and search. Unless you're moving, you won't be able to find new... Because you don't know where you are right now. Yeah, you could yeah. get up, look around, be like, this is what I was looking at yesterday. You've got to actually move so that you can find new landmarks. Shall we just soldier on? No, what if we get more lost? That's true. So, yeah. we, so we have no uh, no landmarks, we have no cliffs. Without really moving, you're not 100% sure where you are in relation to anything. You know the Mist Cliff Mountains are to your north, but if you're in one place, they're to your north. If You could be in a lot of places and <laughs> you're like, right. we'll they're to my the north. Resting, then. We'll just spend the day resting. All right, cool. So I'll lower another level. That means that Woo! halfway you'll be on one level of exhaustion. Not going too bad. I'm mad. And you have no rations left. <laughs> Someone oh, should be no. paying attention to gra- <laughs> rations. Well, Whose job was that? Uh, I only just realized that the numbers came together myself, so I'll roll randomly <laughs> for an NPC who should have been paying attention. I thought that. we had two weeks. It's been two weeks. Then you lost three. You've been in the jungle for ten days now. Have we? Yep. My yeah. God. Oh. Philip Tom, the quiet human, should have been paying attention Maybe to this. Maybe if you're not so quiet, Philip, you remember how many rats. Maybe you knew and did not say. Maybe he knew and did not say. Philip's going through all of your equipment frantically, like as if he's thinking to himself, no, this can't be right. This can't be right. This can't be right. You have some rations, but not enough to feed everyone today. Because Santa Sloan obviously hadn't, hasn't been fed for the last <laughs> couple of days. Why was that? You've got <laughs> some extra rations, but you lost some rations as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So you have enough to feed six people today. Can um, we go out hunting? Yeah, hunting but, party. Uh, who knows what's safe to eat? You can. It'll slow you down to do that if you're moving, but you can. Also, if we find that camp, be it overrun or not, there should be some supplies there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh. You go. Yeah. I'll take. Um, I'll look after camp. I'll take Fairchild with me. Fairchild says perhaps it would be wiser to split up. If you work together, I will roll for her to assist you, and that means it'll put a boost on yours, your check. But if you go separately, you'll make separate checks, which potentially, well, on average, will leave, yield yeah. a lot more food. Let's of course, it's a lot more dangerous as well. well. That's all right. She suggests that it's worth it. It is. All right. So we'll split up. What's Woodrow again? Woodrow, he's a human. Is he a mercenary? Cleric. No, he's a... Oh, yeah, no, he would be a mercenary. Yeah, he's... No, nah, Woodrow, you come with me and we go and try and to get bearings. Yes? All right, Woodrow says. Then I'm doing something with day. Otherwise, I'm just here listening to Tipple's boring stories. <laughs> and they are notoriously boring. Hey, Tipple. I'm sorry, Tipple, but... I hate you. 
And I'll get into my canoe to go and adventure with my good friend Woodrun. <laughs> I don't hate you, Tipple, but your story is drunk. Look, I, say, I tell like I say it. Yeah, which is another way of saying you're very rude. <laughs> yes. Grown is rude, but he's not wrong. <laughs> I'm rude but truthful, you know? Halfway, you you come back with enough food for three people. Farchild does not return. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh one was first. Grown. You and... Woodrow. Well, we Woodrow, we lost. You and Woodrow are sailing... Wait, you don't know where the river is. You've been wandering. Yeah. We're yeah just that's, looking. that's worse. You and Woodrow are wandering, looking around for the river. You've been pathfinding for maybe three hours now. When you hear it, you feel it. No, you feel it. Something. It feels like a distant rumbling. It moves through the earth, into your legs, up all the way into your very skull. And by the time it reaches your skull, you realize it was not a rumbling, but a roar. Woodrow, turn around. Oh, no. Bursting through the trees, rounding a large rock is a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Me! <laughs> Not any regular old Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> the Tyrannosaurus Rex looks rotten. Parts of it are slipping and falling off, and when it turns to face you, you see that half of its face is just drooling away. The Tyrannosaurus Rex is quite obviously long dead, and some foul magic has brought its corpse back to kill. (laughs) (laughs) Any bravado that Drone has has disappeared (laughs) as he panics for his life. (laughs) Will Groan survive his encounter with the undead T-Rex? And how will the rest of the adventuring party fare in the jungles of Chult? Find out on October 22nd, when we continue Annihilation Now, a D&D is for Nerds, Chultian Adventure, on the D&D is for Nerds RSS feed, available on iTunes, and wherever you find good podcasts. <laughs>